Hello, this is Casual Terror from the show you are about to listen to. I just have a quick question for you. Do you like shopping on Amazon? Of course you do. Would you like to support this show by shopping on Amazon? Of course you would. Then go to the Geeks for the Win website. That's thegeeksftw.com. And click on the Amazon banner right there on the front page. That's it. Just continue shopping on Amazon as you normally would. And some of your purchase helps us pay our bills. And if you're still in a giving mood, then you'll go over to the Extra Life charity website and look up William, myself, Stuart, or the Geeks for the Win and pledge for our 24-hour gaming marathon that is happening this October. This is for the children, people. For the children. Now, on to our regularly scheduled program. And also, be sure to check out our bi-monthly Netflix recommendation podcast called I Recommend. Now, play that funky music, white boy. Welcome to episode 106 of the Geeks for the Win podcast, the podcast covering all things geeky. I'm your host, William, and I'm joined with my co-host, Stuart. Known across the internet as Casual Terror. Yes, and before we introduce our special guest, I just we didn't address this last show because we kind of forgot, but Harold, our third chair, he has decided to step away from podcasting. It's no, no hard feelings, nothing, he's just... I mean, he was just—I I think he burned himself out on podcasting because he had a—he did a like so many different podcasts within you know a year time, right, Stuart? Yeah, had, like three or and four going at that's once. Not, that's not the—that's not the first time that that's happened to us. Yeah, so he just—he's so. just stepped away <laughs> from like podcasting altogether. So no, you know, no hard feelings going him leaving. Nope. So I don't want people to get the wrong idea. Like, you know, I don't know, but. He he left on good terms, and he's welcomed on the show whenever he always has a spot on the show. So, absolutely. But we do have a special guest um, temporarily filling that third spot. We have JJ from the from Shifted to You dot com. Yeah, that's the yes. website Shifted to You dot com. Um, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about you and uh, what the what shifted to you dot com is all about? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm no also known as Venomous Fat Man. I'm the senior gaming editor and the community manager over at Shifted to You. And basically, Shifted to You is a website that covers everything involving entertainment, pop culture. You know, from anywhere from movies to games to comics to you know automobiles, all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, we got a lot of content, a lot of stuff that people want to check out. You know, want to be in the know about. And we also do all kinds of little cool stuff. You know, including behind the scenes for a lot of movies. I know the last one we just did was for uh, what was it? We did for Resident Evil, the new Resident Evil movie that's coming out, and a bunch of other films. So yeah, 
Awesome, awesome. Awesome. So what's your take on the Resident Evil movies, by the way? Because I know tons of people hate them, but Stuart and myself, we we like them. Yeah. Here's the thing that you got to understand. Because when the first Resident Evil movie was made, a lot of it, it took a lot of stuff from Resident Evil 2 and 3, but they want to kind of make a whole, they wanted to make a whole separate thing, uh, you know, aside from the actual uh, game universe, which is, you know, the canon of the actual franchise. So they created this new character. I forgot what her name is at the current moment. You know, the girl that's oh, in all the movies, if you guys remember. Yeah. Alice. Yeah, they, they created a character and they wanted to focus a lot of the stories and the things happening, you know, uh, was it two, you know, most of the cast and stuff around her. And they came up with their own original story and stuff. And I think one of the main things, if I remember way back when, was because they didn't want to conflict with a lot of the game stuff because it's very hard to adapt something that's, you know, fans love so much, you know, from like a game or a comic book into live action because, you know, there's always this harsh criticism that, you know, from tons of different people and Resident Evil being, you know, a game, I mean, a game franchise had like a ton of games in it. You know, it's, it's got a big, you know, huge hardcore fan base. Now with the later Resident Evil movies, you know, they kind of implemented a lot more stuff Ever since the second movie and the third movie, all the way to where we are now from a lot more of the recent games, because in this new movie, you get to see not only Jill, but you also get to see like other characters from the RE games. And then we even get to see the the Las Plagas, which is like the big main villains from or the main baddies from Resident Evil 4 and 5. You know, a lot of different elements from the games are kind of, you know, getting diffused and implemented into these movies. Now, as a film. They're good as action flicks. I mean, if you're a Resident Evil fan, you're obviously going to hate the entire franchise because you want to see, you know, a faithful adaptation and you're not getting that with any of these movies whatsoever. But if you're just someone that just wants to just go have some fun at the theater like that, you know, you'll enjoy them. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not a huge Resident Evil fan. I've played parts of parts of a few of the games, but I've able, I've, I've always looked at the Resident Evil movies as, you know, just action, like you said, just action movies separate you know it's got the name yeah. and you know since i'm not deeply invested like most people mm-hmm. but i mean for 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 what it is an action movie they're pretty good i i enjoy them i'm, I'm definitely looking forward the CG to this is one. awesome the cg is really really good i mean if if you know i think it was the second movie that they had the was it the nemesis yeah that was actually implemented for what it was yeah. in real life it looked cool there's a nemesis is obviously like a lot bigger and a lot more grotesque on so many different levels, but a lot of the CG, the CG zombie dogs, you know, some of the zombies here and there, even the Las Plagas in this new movie, they look really good. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I, I mean, I'm just surprised they're making as many, they've made as many as they have. This is the, the fifth one, right? Me too. Uh, I think it's like the yeah. fourth or the fifth one. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised too. I mean, cause they, a lot of people bash them, but for some reason they still make money. People still go see them. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I mean, what's what's not to love, really? You got an action movie with Mia Jovovich, you know? Exactly. Killing mm, zombies. I yes. mean, enough said. And then, and then here's the best part: in this movie, we actually get to see Ada Wong. She's actually in her red dress and everything. She's talking to Mia, which is pretty cool. Or talking to Alice. Sorry. Wow, that that is pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't it doesn't hurt that the isn't isn't she married to the director? I don't know. Uh, Wes uh, Anderson? I think she is. I'm not sure. Maybe. I think I heard that recently. It would be I was kind of surprised when I heard that, but that, that's why she's in a lot of his movies. But anyways, I guess we can, what, jump in, jump on our topics? Um, I guess, uh, since you're our guest, you want to, uh, what, what, what did you want to talk about? 
What'd you bring oh, on okay. the tape? So, well, I guess I'll start it off. Yeah, all right. So I you know, I even you know, right before we started you know, recording, I brought up the JLA movie and the and the new things of what Warner Brothers is gonna do with Batman. Because I was reading a couple days ago and I think even today they posted up a new thing on IGN and a few other spots that the next uh, vision, the next reboot for Batman is going to come after the live-action JLA movie because what uh, Warner Brothers is doing, they're kind of basing everything off of Man of Steel, which is the new Superman movie. The JLA Mm -hmm. movie is going to supposedly not only take place in the same universe as the Man of Steel movie, where it's going to kind of be like, you know, the ground zero for everything else like that, but all the other big-name characters in the DC universe, including Batman, Wonder Woman, and some of the other characters of what, you know, we all know from the JLA, is going to be based from the JLA movie, which means that a lot of these other heroes are going to get spin-off movies, you know, Batman, possibly Wonder Woman, which would be, which, you know, it's about time that Wonder Woman gets her own movie, because that that TV show was just, oh my god, that pilot, which just did not do that, that IP justice. But getting back to what I was saying, Batman, the next iteration of it, we're going to first see him in the JLA movie, and then we're going to get the next movie afterwards. So, you know, hopefully it spins off into something really good outside of what Nolan's done. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm 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 kind of I'm kind of looking I've I've kind of not been looking forward to it actually cuz it's just I've been afraid that they're just going to rush it and you know just to try to compete with Marvel which they honestly they don't really have to. That's what I don't doing. think they really have to compete with Marvel. I've said this before. I you know you don't have to necessarily put this out the same time as the Avengers. I mean I think it would be best for you not to put it out, you know, the same time as the yeah, Avengers exactly. because you know Put it put it out on an off year where where you know people people will yeah exactly so I'm mm-hmm. I mean why do you necessarily you you can compete with them but you don't have to compete on that specific level with them but you want to know what it is though it's just that they're taking a lot of what Marvel's done with the Avengers and kind of implementing it into their own thing so obviously there's going to be those inevitable comparisons between the two, especially amongst comic fans and moviegoers like that. So whatever Marvel's done at this point and what they're going to do with Avengers 2 down the line, uh, was it one of us is going to have to match it in some shape or fashion. Yeah, and it looks like they're I, – I, it's from what you're saying, it looks like they're doing the reverse order of what Marvel did, where Marvel built up to the mega movie. They're going to establish all the characters in this movie and then slowly trickle out the other indi- individual movies, which – I'm looking forward to if it, that seems like they can actually do 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 that right do 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 a good job with that because I was afraid they were gonna I don't know chew in a bunch of you know crappy ind- individual movies you know and try to copy them to the T but looks like they're not doing that but uh I, and I'm also glad that Ben Affleck's not going to be directing it. Oh thank God! That that would have been <laughs> oh, a disaster. Did, did, did oh we, man, definitely, yes. definitely would have been. I mean, you know, the worst part is, I mean, I know what is it? He's a big comics fan, like all those guys that hang around with Kevin Smith are for the most part. But I mean, he might be a good director and a good actor in his own right, but I cannot realistically see him as any of the JLA. And he would have put himself in it. See, yeah, he would. I can't even see him as the Flash. I'm sorry, like it, it doesn't even work. I don't even see him as Aquaman. That's like you know, that's like the lowest of the low you could get on the JLA at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know if you've heard the rumors of the different directors there that's on the list, but they have the Wachowski. I guess they're not brothers anymore. Siblings. Yeah, I heard about that. 
I guess that's politically <laughs> correct. You know yeah. something? That could possibly yes. work, but I don't want my JLA movie to look like The Matrix. I'm sorry. I just I well, know no, Zack Snyder. No. Here's here here's what I have in mind, okay? You you see the, the, the flash running and then all of a sudden freeze frame, camera spin all the way around him, and then it comes up behind him, then he just takes off in the distance and you see the the, the vortex destruction behind him. I mean, that sounds right cool there. on paper, but watch, like, if somebody was, like, the Wachowskis were actually to do that, it would not look as good. You know what? It would look like Speed Racer, and I don't think anybody <laughs> wants their JLA to look like Speed Racer at this point, because that would, that we, it could turn into the Super Friends just with a lot more shiny stuff. You know what I mean? That, that could really be bad. <laughs> I mean, hmm. here's the thing. Meanwhile, Snyder, back at the Hall of Justice. Yeah, right? <laughs> Zack Snyder, what he's doing with Superman, because if you guys, you remember that trailer that they showed before Dark Knight Rises? That wasn't the best trailer to see for that movie. The one that they showed at Comic-Con did that movie justice because you actually get to see Superman. And what he's doing with Superman looks like this could be the right direction for the entire DC universe. Just the way that each character could be handled because it's taking like a very – you know, an Alex Ross type of approach. Like it, it's much more, it's much, it looks a lot more elegant and a lot less gritty and a lot less cartoony. You know what I mean? It's not Christopher Reeve Superman, but at the same time, it's not Batman. Yeah. If, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking, looking forward to Man of Steel. I, I, I have been since it was announced. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not excited yeah. about it like I was with the Dark Knight or the Avengers, but I'm, I'm gonna go see it. I definitely will. I'm, I'm just holding my, I'm holding my judgment really and truly. I'm not trying to get too psyched for it because you know we've been burnt before. I mean, the last Superman movie, Superman as a deadbeat dad. You know uh, something? I didn't really like too much. <laughs> you know something? I don't even think that was Brandon Roof's fault. I don't even think that was uh, the Brian Singer's fault. That was just the writing. Whoever wrote that script was just not, did not think about it at all. Yeah. So, but they've got yeah. the Wachowski siblings. Then there's been the rumors of Brett Ratner being the director of it. Mm, which I, I don't know about I, Brett Ratner. I don't know either. Um, You're gonna have super, the Justice League like Rush Hour Four. Come on, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, next thing you know, instead of uh, Hal Jordan, we're going to get John Stewart. He's going to be Chris Tucker. I mean, come on. Uh, that, that would be – wow. Anyways. <laughs> 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 I'm just picturing that now. Oh, that's – that's So much <laughs> fail in that statement. That, that's so yeah. much fail. I, I would love to see like a, a, a web video of that, of that though. You know, not a full-budget movie. You but... know who could make a good Green Lantern? You know who could make a really good Green Lantern? Michael J. White. The guy who was in a what is it that was in the Mortal Kombat thing? He yeah, played Jax. yeah. He could be a good he could be a good John Stewart. Huh. He just hmm. I might have to shave bald though. Yeah, I could I could see. I I, I, I I think that's the only thing I've ever I've seen him and so I no, no. he was also in Black a Dynamite, he was in Black yeah. Dynamite. He was in a couple other. He's a, he's a yeah, good actor. He you gotta give him props. He's a very good Black actor. Dynamite. But I, I could realistically, if they don't go with Hal Jordan in Justice League and they go with John Stewart, he would make a good John Stewart. I would I would definitely agree with that. No, no. What they what they should do is go with uh, with uh, with Guy Gar- Gardner and just have him flipping off everybody. But then that'll be a JSA movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but mm. I'm just afraid they'll go with like someone like Will Smith or something. You know. 
That's like oh, my God. biggest fear. No, they won't. No. I'm sorry. Will Smith's no, a good won't. actor. That's no. my biggest fear. I mean, we've seen him be a superhero. I mean, worst case scenario, just bring back Ryan Reynolds. I mean, he wasn't a good – I mean, he wasn't a bad he Hal was, Jordan. He Again, was great right. in that movie. No, no, he, he was. was he, he was fine. Movie. He was fine. It's just everything else. It was the right yeah. – It's everything else is the writing. So he's, he could be a good Hal Jordan. I think you, you should bring him back as Hal Jordan. Maybe change up the suit possibly, but I don't know. Definitely, definitely. Um, let's see who else. Zack Snyder, of course. They've that's he's also been um, rumored to direct it, which and I, I I honestly I don't know if they if I had to pick who would direct the Justice League movie, I don't know who I would pick because Joss Whedon's already taken for Avengers. So well, you know we we, we kind of men, mentioned him before, um, and he says he's done. But uh, Kevin Smith, I think he'd, he'd do an excellent job of it. You know, you know, I don't think so. You wanna know why? Because really? Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith has a nag, and I've I've seen it in his comic writing. He has a nag to be really cater to the hardcore fan. Like, like if you ever read, like for example, like you know the Green Arrow series that he did, or even the Green Hornet stuff that he did. Unless you read like other comics or understood a lot of stuff from either the TV shows or other areas you know, about the character. There's a lot of nuances, things thrown in there that anybody brand new coming in wouldn't understand. And if he was to do a Justice League movie, he'd be referring to a lot of stuff in the lore for a lot of these characters. And if you notice one of the good things about Avengers, they did not do that at all with any of the superhero members at all. Like we all knew for the most part who they were, but they didn't get like a lot of like, you know, little kind of like, you know, nods, for like any of their past movies, you know what I mean? Like into really big detail, and I feel like Kevin Smith would be the one to actually like really do that. So we kind of it would probably be a detriment to the. Well, movie, I, I've honestly. said it before when Stewart brought this up that I think Kevin Smith wouldn't do it. I think he's too much of a fanboy. He wouldn't no, want to no, do he, it. He no, would he just want to watch it. He, money talks. <laughs> Plus, money you talks. know, he's retired. Yeah, yeah he, well, he's not retired yet. He's planning on doing. You know, one more, at least one or two more movies. Two. It's just, yeah. it'd be too much of a fan's movie. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be a mainstream movie. It'd be a fan's movie because then you would have to be a comic head to really get what he's doing. Exactly. And he's. Well, okay. I'm in. And, and he's also <laughs> talked about how he, he tried doing the, he tried doing the big studio movie with Cop Out and he just didn't like that whole experience. You know, he was also going to do a Green Hornet movie for Disney. There was a point before the Seth Rogen Green Hornet movie came out. There was a script going around that it was actually held by Disney, and it was actually going to be a little more centered around Kato oh, wow. for that movie. Wow. Like the same Green Hornet, the same Green Hornet arc that he did for the comics. That was exactly what the movie was going to be huh. until what is it? So a bunch of stuff happened, and the other studio ended up buying it, buying out the script, and they made Seth Rogen's Green Hornet movie. Yeah, well, I don't know if you know, but he he was going to do a, a Superman movie. Yeah, yeah, and I it turned that. into Wild Wild West. Mm-hmm. Will Smith there. There you go. It all comes back around. <laughs> but wow. I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly think he's too much of a fanboy. He wouldn't want to do it because he'd be afraid. You know, he'd be afraid he'd do it wrong, or he would just want to. He would just want to consume it. You know, he wouldn't want to have to get behind, work that hard, and you know, have the whole experience of watching it ruined be ruined for him. Which I mean, I, I, that's how I would feel as a fanboy. But I'd be intimidated. I'd be very intimidated because this is. I mean, granted, everybody gives you know, choose your side, Marvel, DC, or whatever. This is the JLA. I mean, that that resonates with a lot of people over years. You know, you know what I mean? It's like 
that's a very daunting task to take on. I feel bad a little bit for Josh Whedon because I can only imagine how he felt when he was first starting Avengers. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, um, with with the new the news now, I'm a little more you know relaxed about the, the movie coming out now that we know some certain facts about it, especially that Ben Affleck won't be part of it. That was. I, I was scared. Oh, I was yeah. seriously scared because that seemed like something that could actually happen. I knew he what he was he wasn't going to do it. No, that's something crazy. Too that's old. too crazy for yeah. To where it's, Hollywood, it's you know, it w- that's like saying like the guy who played uh, was it Tom Willing was going to play Superman in the JLA movie. Like that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's crazy stuff. But yeah, definitely looking forward to that now. Um, let's see, you got a. Another another topic I see on the notes. Yeah, I got another one. Uh, I don't know how much of gamers you guys are, but PlayStation All Stars, the the Sony Smash Brothers game, just revealed another character that uh, was it for uh, their roster of fighters, which you get to play as Evil Cole, you know, from Infamous. You know, I I have a PlayStation Three, but I hardly ever play it. But this look, this game is actually ter- looking to be pretty interesting. I mean, a quick, yeah, yeah, Super Smash Brothers clone, basically, but it's it it's looking to actually be a lot better than that, you know. Stewart doesn't own a PlayStation at all. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of That's the he doesn't, he doesn't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I've been vocal about it many times, you know, ever since I talked about this game. I will, I know it's a Smash Brothers clone, and a lot of people tend to kind of look at it as Sony Super Smash Brothers or Sony Smash Brothers like that. But what I'm hoping, you know, from now to when it gets released in November, that it kind of, you know, it has something where people could look at it as as its own game. Like, it, don't look at it as like a Sony Smash Brothers or a Smash Brothers clone. Look at it as PlayStation All Stars. And so far, like, you know, besides the cast of characters and stuff in the fighting system, you know, I haven't really seen that one thing that kind of like is like, okay, this is this is unique to this game. Like you're not gonna get this at Nintendo's Super Smash Brothers. But the only thing that I could foresee that happening, like really working, you know, with it and, you know, its biggest like asset against Super Smash Brothers is the ability to have third party characters from other franchises appear in the game. Like for example, I mean we got uh was it Dante from DMC that's gonna be in the game. You got Raiden from Metal Gear Solid Rising. That's going to be in the game. Like, imagine if, like, you know, Capcom came over and decided to put, like, Ryu or Mega Man, or we had someone, like, you know, from Assassin's Creed, like Altair or Ezio or something like that, something crazy like that. You know, it just opens up this whole, you know, limitless possibilities of, like, different characters that could show up and make the game interesting constantly. Oh, definitely. And, I mean, when they first announced this, I was just questioning myself. Yeah, they've got some exclusive characters, but... How would they implement? How would they really implement, like you know, Nathan Drake in this, or you know, some of the some some of their other characters? And then I totally forgot about some of the characters they they had. And seeing all the characters so far they've revealed, it's looking to be pretty interesting. There's one that they're missing, but Microsoft Fat, Fat owns Princess. it. Princess, she's a fighter. Yeah, she's a fighter. You can actually fight with Fat Princess. And you know what she plays like? She plays like Peach from Smash Brothers. Huh, that's kind of funny. The crazy part, though, is that the, the one character that they need to get somehow, if they could pay Microsoft or Rare to be able to use them in this game, is Crash Bandicoot. Because, like, Crash Bandicoot was the PlayStation 1 back Oh, yeah, then. he was like, the mascot for Sony. That was the yeah. mascot. 
for Sony. Like, and, you know, I know they sold them off, you know, to Microsoft and, you know, Microsoft went and did their own thing or not to Microsoft, to Activision, actually. And they went and they did their own thing. But if they could work out some deal to get him in that game, because it's a Sony game and celebrating everything about PlayStation, Crash Bandicoot needs to be in that game. Because, again, everybody remembers the commercials from back in the day, the live action commercials with Crash Bandicoot, like jumping out of the plane and stuff. You know, those those were like the biggest things for Sony. And then the games back then were also great. Oh, definitely. I love those games on the on the original PlayStation. Yeah, that that that's the, yeah that, that is that was their mascot back then. I mean that's. I mean, Nintendo had Mario. Uh, what is it? Sega had Sonic, and then Sony had a uh, was it had a uh, Crash Bandicoot. Exactly. So, hopefully they get that. Hopefully they do get that. I, I see that's something I forgot about too, because really Crash Bandicoot hasn't really been relevant for a while. He's been unfortunately. Gone. I mean, the last game he had, the last game he realistically had was on the DS. I don't even know when that was. It was like you know a couple of years ago, but it was it was just a menial game. It didn't even play it too much like a Crash Bandicoot game. It's like a side-scrolling version of it, but just like you know stripped to the bone. Yeah, I mean I I remember picking up a I think there was a 360 game like four years ago, five years ago. Crash of the Titans. Yeah, that was yep. yeah. I I don't know. I didn't like it that much. I don't have fond memories of of liking it. I think I returned it back to GameStop even. Maybe it's just because it felt weird playing on the 360. Because I was, you know, you just associate, I just associated with PlayStation for so long. But anyways, yeah, that definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to that. That and I don't have a Vita, but the whole Vita crossplay thing they're, they're, they've been promoting with that, that looks totally interesting. That's definitely, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting them so badly to, Give me a, 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 you know, give me a reason to get to go out and get a Vita. Honestly, I, I, I'd, I'd... I'm, there's. Let me put it this way: like after seeing the stuff from Gamescom, the the one game that I thought like for a second that 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 would make me buy a Vita was the new game from Media Molecule called Tearaway. I mean, there there's games, Vita there's games coming to the Vita, but I mean, again, they're not here now. I mean, a lot of people said Uncharted Golden Abyss was the game to get for the Vita. I didn't think so. I thought the game to get for the Vita was Unit 13 because I thought Unit 13 was a lot more fun to play than Uncharted. At the time, you know, everybody teach their own because I know everybody's different and everybody gets all crazy about the graphics of Uncharted Golden Abyss on the Vita because they look almost exactly like the PlayStation 3 with Uncharted 3. But again, it really comes down to how fun is it to play the game. And just to me, Uncharted was just a demo to show what the PS Vita could really do. Like a lot of its capabilities, the touch screen, all that other stuff. But again, other than that, there really hasn't been a lot of Vita games at all. A lot of the games, a lot of the good games that you would think would be great for the Vita have been coming out in Japan only. Yeah, see, that, that, and that's one of the, that's one of the craziest things. The fact that there are Japan only, you know, the, the game company, Sony is divided up by you know, I mean, huge section like that. And, I mean, them and Nintendo really dividing their markets like that, that, that you know, that hugely, I think, is what's affecting them the most, honestly. I think that's a huge, a huge part of their, if you know, because Microsoft, they, they're just, you know, for, for the most part, they're just, you know, one more, you know, one market for all, basically. 
And I think that's why a lot of people, you know, it's just a lot easier. There's no hassle, really. The other, the other thing is, is like a lot of the games on the Vita now, at the current moment, they've been ports from other games. You know, I just, you know, other games that are on other platforms like PlayStation 3. You know, PlayStation All-Stars is getting a Vita version. Uh, what is it? Um, there's been Wipeout. There's been a couple, a bunch of other games, Ultimate Marvel 3, Street Fighter X Tekken. I mean, a lot of those games you're going to want to play on your home console, not on the Vita, unless you're constantly on the go. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I definitely agree with that. But, hey, what, they just released, you can play PlayStation 1 games now on it? <laughs> you could do the same thing on your PlayStation 3, <laughs> and it could look nicer on your TV in 1080p. Well, not 1080p, but in HD. Yeah. So I that's crazy. I, I yeah I did definitely thought that was crazy when that was like a news actual news. So I don't know, but um yeah that definitely definitely been looking at that because the, I there just hasn't I, I'm I'm a fighting fan I love fighting games but lately there just hasn't been any I mean it seems like all the Persona Four Arena that's your game right there Persona Four Oh is that actually Arena. that's the it's actually good. When I went to MizuCon a couple weeks ago, it was an anime convention we got down here. We had, they actually had it playable on the PlayStation 3, and I was playing it with a bunch of people, and it was actually really fun. It's like a mixture of Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue, but with Persona 3 and 4 characters, and a totally crazy story and a really good presentation. Hmm. I'll definitely have to check that out. I just know that you know the last few major fighting games that have come out have really kind of been a bust. Unfortunately. Oh yeah. With dude, the other day even I got Street Fighter X Tekken and Ultimate Marvel Three, and it's just those games are just not fun to play. Like completely, it's like Street Fighter Four came out, and Super Street Fighter Four and Super Street Fighter Four AE came out, and those are somewhat fun to play to a point, and then these are just you know they're not the same. They don't feel the same at all. You can't go online and have fun with those games at all. It's like either you get crazy terrible lag. Or you run it to someone that just completely dominates you because the matchmaking is god awful. Yeah, and what? The... Well, I just I just suck, so I don't I don't know either way. <laughs> so. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, what isn't isn't Tekken Cross Street Fighter still supposed to come out? Here's the crazy <laughs> thing about that, because that game is still being yeah. made. Right? They're finishing up Tekken Tag Tournament Two, which is I'm, coming out I'm real hopeful, soon. I'm, I believe it's I'm next month. Positive. I'm trying to be positive on that. Because I have fond memories I mean, that of game's, Tekken Tag. That game's coming out. Okay, then sometime, if not next year, the following year, is when we're going to get Tekken across Street Fighter. Because I know that game is still being made, and the cool part about it is, is that Harada, unlike, uh, was it Ono at Capcom, he's openly come out and said that you will not have to pay for characters as DLC. You, the only thing you'll have to pay for DLC is, like, you know, extra uh, costumes and colors and stuff like that. But as far as, like, core stuff to the game, you, it'll be on the disc and playable, open for everybody right from the get-go. That's kind of cool. I mean, I wrote a whole article talking about, like, this is what Harada could do that just, you know, not to screw up like Capcom has. And if he does these couple things, he, it'll sell like hotcakes. Everybody will be happy. Because a lot of that stuff with Street Fighter X Tekken came from like the on disc DLC stuff, and then just the way that was poorly handled. Yeah, I I just I I heard all kinds of bad stuff about Street Fighter Cross Tekken, so I just stayed away from that. You're not missing much, yeah. really. It, it could have been something so great, so good. I mean, how do you release a patch that breaks your game? 
That's I, that, that's one thing because I know there was a patch that got released out, and then what was it? It had to deal. I believe it was with the what's that guy from Alpha with the little beret, little army dude. Um, oh man, I can't remember his name, but he throws knives if you jump in the air and you do like a button combination. He throws knives onto the ground or something like that. But if that connected with a projectile, the game would totally lock up and you have to restart your system. That's that's just crazy. But now, now it's since then it's been fixed. But I mean, the point is, it still happened. I mean, it, it's it's so many bad things that happened with that game. It, it could have been so much better. Could have been a great, phenomenal thing because we didn't think, you know, a couple of years ago, we didn't think we would get like a crossover like this. Ever. Oh yeah, that was the fighting ever. fans' like dream. I mean, that was a fighting fans' that in Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter versus Mortal Kombat. I mean, that, that's like some things like we would never think we would see, but Street Fighter Cross Tekken actually happened. It could have been amazing, but Capcom and all their wisdom, you know. I don't know whether it was Ono's fault or the management's fault, but you know something went awry, went awry there. I I don't know. It's just they came out with Street Fighter Four and then Super Street Fighter Four the next year, and everyone was like, "Oh, in the next year they're releasing another one," you know. And that's nothing. Ultimate Marvel Three came out seven months yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think people were more hesitant. You know, they were more forgiving about the Super Street Fighter Four because it was what forty bucks when it released and. You know, it was Ultimate Marvel was the same way. It's just that uh, Super Street Fighter 4 came out a year later, or about a year later, and it added a lot more than what Ultimate Marvel. And it was Marvel good. Did. It was actually enjoyable to play. Unlike <laughs> yeah, and the crazy part is the one I think it was Arcade 2012 or Arcade Edition 2012. The stuff that they added as far as mechanics were not as good as the original Super Street Fighter 4. Like it's even in some tournament scenes or tournament like you know groups or whatnot, they prefer that previous game to the newer version because of what the stuff that Capcom did. Oh yeah, I haven't even picked up the arcade edition stuff just because I, I, I don't need to. <laughs> you know, you know what Capcom needs to do because even though I know I get a lot on Capcom's cases, you know, on a lot of stuff, especially with their fighting game stuff, what what they need to do is they need to go back and give me games like Okami. Give me games. Give me another Mega Man game, for God's sake. Stop, you know, having a fit about Inafune and just give us a new Mega Man game or something. You know, give us games like that. Or, for God's sakes, make Lost Planet 3 good. For You know, throw in co-op back in there. <laughs> something. Do something to make yourselves look a little bit better. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and we're, you know, we're, we're harsh only because we like Cupcake, or yeah, we 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 like them when Cupcake. <laughs> we like Capcom when they're good. When they're actually good, they're good, and we enjoy it, and we want them to be good. That's I think that's the main reason why people like us are just harsh on the on them when they're bad because we know that they're capable of so much. You know, they're capable of good yes. games. We yes, they are. So, yeah. but yeah. Um, I guess what, Stuart? You have some topics. Uh, yeah. Uh, before that though, um, I want to talk about a movie I recently watched that I completely forgot to bring up last okay. week. Shoot, I finally saw The Hunger Games. Oh, really? You liked it? What? What's What's the deal with the movie? Did you why, like it? Why is no? Well, it 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 wasn't bad, but I don't see the national phenomena. You want me to explain it to you somewhat? Uh, yes. I mean, besides it being an adaptation from a book, kind of like what Harry Potter and Chronicles of Narnia and all those right. other movies are, there's a big cult following. Even the same thing like with Twilight, there's a big cult following 
for it and then just having that adaptation on the screen. And then also the big thing about this is that not only was some of the actors looking pretty or the actresses, I should say, that play Katniss looks very pretty. It's it's a franchise. So that's why they're making such a big deal about it with the marketing and everything else like that. And it's another one where like what the teenage crowd basically has jumped yep, on. They're, they're going to get at least four. Well, it's not it's. It's not just the, the the teenage crowd. I've got two people in 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 my office that are just that absolutely. Well, one loved the books, absolutely loved the books, and does not like like the movie. And the other one loves the movie, but but does not like the books. Well, here's there's here's a question. The person that didn't like the books, I mean, that liked the movie, they didn't read the books first. Yes, correct. That, then that's why, exactly why, because usually with all those movies, even Twilight, even Harry Potter, you know, Chronicles of Narnia, if you've read the book first, you were more than likely not going to like the adaptation of the movies at all. And then vice versa. Yeah. Because a lot of people I, and I'm, go from the movies to the book and they don't like it. Yes. And I, I, I do agree with you that, you know, I, the books that I've read that have been movies, I hate, I hated the, the movies. Even Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is the exact same way for some people. Um, actually, that one is different. I I love them both. I love both both the books and the movies. They're both so, good. They're um, both great. Yes, but um, I don't. The acting was not good at you all. Didn't like the acting, really? Yeah. You mean you didn't get it was here when that girl got stabbed? Spoiler alert. It that was the little girl. You know I, what I'm talking about, right? I saw. Yeah, I. I the thing is, I saw it coming. When I was in the theater, oh. everybody just jolted when that happened. It was hilarious. Really? Yeah, that, I, it was really. I guess as, as as soon as you know, she like she was pointed out in the in the training room. I was like, she's gonna die in Cadness's arms. I know it. Guess what? That happened. I mean, everybody knew what was gonna happen <laughs> after reading the books, but but it's just you know Guess what, what? happens. On everybody screen. dies except two people, but eh. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, nope, hmm. didn't, didn't like it. I thought in, up until Avengers and Dark Knight came out and a lot of the other later movies came out, I thought that was going to be the best movie this year, honestly, because in comparison to everything else that was coming out at the time. Hmm. I, I haven't seen it yet. I have it, but I have it and I'm planning on watching it this weekend. So I'm still going to watch it sure watch despite it. Stewart's negative reviews because we disagree on some stuff. So I got to. It's true, we do. Yeah. So here, here, here's a um, quick, here's a quick one. What about Expendables two? Did you guys? Oh, amazing, yet? amazing. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. It was way better than what I could ever imagine. I mean, I, I I'm just shocked. The Chuck Norris moment in that movie just made the movie. Uh, that that movie was just awesome on so many he, levels. He he was the big. They made him the biggest badass of the whole movie. What? Oh my god! And then the best part is they have a Chuck Norris joke right when he shows up. It's great. Yeah, it's it, it, it's amazing, and it makes me sad that he's not going to be in the third one. Yeah, that kind of does suck. But, I mean, look at the bright side though. I mean, they're talking about getting guys like Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Steven Seagal. I mean, there's I don't know about Steven Seagal. He's kind of right. let himself go. You know who they need though? They need The Rock. That's one dude that should definitely be in, in an Expendables. We've story. had, uh, we've heard other people like, say that. Yeah, I mean he's he's doing big action movies now, especially with, like with GI Joe, with Taliation, and a couple others. But it sounds like he would fit perfectly with that group. Definitely, definitely. But I was just shocked of, of how good the story was. 
I thought the story wasn't that great. Like that movie, that movie itself, you were going there not for the story, you were going there for the action, and it delivered from like the first couple minutes in the movie. But I thought the last movie was more character oriented, and this one was like, okay, this this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go here, 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 and we're just gonna blow everything up all along the way there. Well, I mean, really, because the 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 story in the in the first one, I thought you know, it was like this is a generic action story. This one's more but, generic, though. But look, but look who's well, in it. Well, I guess I should so say the I'm, way they okay. use the characters, the, the 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 way they position. Like, I guess, uh, Stuart, you haven't seen it, have you? No, I haven't. Do you Not care? You do you care if it. I tell you uh, what kind of position one of the character, one of the actors takes? Yeah, I will. I will forget in like five well, minutes. Well, okay. Anyway, spoiler so. <laughs> to people: the way they use Van Damme as the villain, oh, that was yeah. just. The the the, Dude, the way they put awesome. the, that's what I meant by the story. The way they used him as the villain, and the when he when, when the first major kill in the movie, you know the the major oh, yeah. one, the way he did it, and it it was and Dude, everybody in the theater was so upset when that happened. It was hilarious. Uh, it was crazy, but. Everybody was like, Sylvester, you better kill this dude. And the, the, the I'm not going to really spoil too much of it, but the, the end fight scene, which, you know, you, you knew was going to yeah. happen, but it, they didn't drag it out. They didn't drag it out as much as you thought they would. And yo, Van Damme, when he actually moves in that fight scene, he, for as old as he is, he moves very freaking good. Oh, definitely. The choreography they did with, with Sylvester Stone, that was pretty good. Definitely. But, you know, I was just, dreading kind of dreading that fight scene a little bit because i figured they would just spend so much time having van damme go crazy do all of his you know his normal stuff but they 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 cut it down they didn't make it too long they made it and they made i mean it was just a great movie i i loved it i was it was a fun I was movie ready to go see. see a second time in theaters i'm, yeah. I'm tempted to go see that again but yeah, after seeing that, I'm like, I'm definitely down for a third one. Yeah, and the definitely. female. You know, one thing that did disappoint me though, one thing that really kind of upset me a little bit in the beginning was what they did with Jet Li. I thought that was oh, a little bit like either that. something happened behind the scenes, whether they couldn't pay him enough, or he had like some scheduling conflicts. But like he did good when he was on screen, but then after that, you know, five minutes he, of again, the movie. Spoiled, yeah. Yeah, like five, five, ten minutes into the movie, when that happens, I was like, "Oh, come on, this guy is so good." On that screen. was such a great scene, though the the one fight scene he was in. Yeah, uh, that, the, in the kitchen with the with the frying pans and oh, uh, with the fried pans is it, awesome. It, it, so fun. Stuart, you definitely got to go see this movie. Yeah, you need to go grab a couple. Of I, friends I will see it eventually. So go see that movie with <laughs> friends. It makes it so much more definitely, better. definitely a, a great, great, great movie. So um, I'm 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 just I'm I'm wanting more. I definitely am. So more Chuck Norris, please. I would love more Chuck Norris. And that's the thing they teased you. They they made you think oh, it was dude. over with. They, they they made you think it was. Oh, yeah. I was like, is that it? Well, I guess that is kind of cool that they you know did throw and then he comes back. Oh, that was. When he comes back. There's a shot with him and Arnold Schwarzenegger that everybody in the theater just lost their minds. I mean, I'm not gonna spoil it because I know your friend wants to go see it. Like that, but when he sees it, he'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Everybody just went ballistic. Oh, uh, and, and some of the, you know, they they did have some one-liners, you know, a lot of one-liners, but they were they were just, you know, referencing all the other movies they did. It was just awesome. They were having fun. I, with it, it. That's the it best. Was, it was a guys. fun they movie. Fun. It was definitely a fun movie. That's the best way to describe it. I, I would, I, yeah, yeah, a fun movie. 
Oh yeah, I'm definitely getting that on TV. Oh. Say that right oh, now. That's going right. It's the- definitely. That when I walked out, I was like day one Blu-ray purchase. Definitely got to grab that. So, and it made me. It. it I'm. I'm just kind of hesitant to watch the first one again because I really want to watch the first one again, but I'm afraid it's not going to be as. You know something? One thing about the first one that I didn't notice, like after I saw the second one, is that you know Dolph Lugreen, they actually changed up his character a lot from the first one to the second movie. Like he comes off as a totally different type of dude. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, in the first one, he did have that. You know, he turned and he had that growing kind of experience. You know. But then now, then afterwards, he was a kind of like a dim-witted adult. You know what I mean? Like he was smart. And like he he meant well, but he came off as like the stupid one of the group. Yeah. And I thought like maybe that was a little bit out of place, but it made sense with everything that was going. Oh, on. and 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 I, I'm not gonna spoil it too much, but when he was gonna make that bomb and it didn't. Oh yeah. It didn't work, <laughs> and then we see how they how what happened next. That was that was awesome. Oh yeah, that was great. That, that, that was. I mean, it's it, it's just a great movie o- overall. Um, you know, it, it's it's the action movie that. It's the action movie for any action movie fan. Stuart, you got to go see this movie, seriously. <laughs> I will. I will definitely go go see it. Yeah, def- definitely. I mean, so that yeah, that that's a definitely a movie I wanted to talk about, so I'm glad you brought that up. Cool. Um, let's see. Another movie I I actually recently saw in in time. That wasn't good. terrible. It was actually pretty good. I forget how how good of an actor Justin Timberlake actually is. Yeah, I love that movie. That was a that was really good. I, you know, Justin Timberlake. Just my my only complaint. Yeah, the hottest chick in the movie died at at the beginning. Yeah, that is kind of a That's, bummer. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, but I mean, got stuck with the ugly ones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't call Amanda Seyfried or. Yeah, Seyfried. I wouldn't call her ugly. I mean, we gotta no. establish a hierarchy or something. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, we could have had a lot worse. I mean, come on, we could have had like what Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, no! Please, oh. Oh, keep her away from any and all movies, please. Uh, but yeah, that that was pretty good. I I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, the, the premise of that time being the currency and whatnot. Um, a, a okay. One last thing. A, a book I've been reading. William, I, I, uh, I, I explained this to you before. I, I've been. I started reading the book Term Limits by um, his name just uh, Vince Flynn. It is about uh, a group, not a group, but an assassin is assass- assassinating co- congressmen and senators. That he feels is has been in office too long, and is corrupting this, the system, and is using their deaths to try to bring about a change in how the government works. And it's a lot of stuff. And this was written in 2009, so it's today's government. It is it is very good. You actually kind of root for the the assassin hmm. because of how corrupt politicians are especially in this book yeah i mean i i don't know I, my, my whole thing about that is as corrupt as politicians get 
it's still, I mean, uh, maybe I just need to read it myself, but hearing about assassins killing politicians and stuff like that, just, you know, it just, we, we've had assassinations in our country and, you know, terrorists has been a big problem and it just seems like it, you know, they just, when, when you describe it, it just sounds like, you know, these people are terrorists. But, you know, I'm, well, not, no, reading, I'm not reading it, they, they so I don't know the context. simply say that they are not terrorists because they don't they don't kill anybody else but their but their tar- but their targets they're highly trained com- commandos Kevin Spoiler, there's more than, there's more than one <laughs> yeah well, like i said i haven't read it so i don't know the context all the you know all the all of it in context or anything like that but <clears throat> one of the one of the, the the bases behind one of the one of the assassins is something i've actually heard before uh, this guy, what he led a group, uh, over in uh, in the in the Middle East, and some senator let loose their their uh, mission and got the entire team killed. Sheesh. And I have I have actually heard that this is this has happened. Uh, a group of Marines have sent, and I think it's on YouTube as well. Uh, the government uh, a video saying, "Hey, stop, stop opening your mouths about our about our shit. You're killing us. Shut the fuck up." So that's crazy. Yeah. So, so what's the name of the book again? Term Limits. Okay. Now, are you reading it or are you listening to the audio? An audio. Listen. Okay. I'm, I'm listening. Okay, good. <laughs> who, who reads nowadays? Well, you, you say oh, read, on. so I I always have to make sure. Getting through the book. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I have started the book. I'm almost done with it. Yeah, How's that? I only ask because cool. I prefer the audiobooks too. <laughs> Over. I never really took a liking to audiobooks, honestly. Just never really clicked yet. They work very well while you're at work. Yeah, that makes Bad sense. Doing, that doing other <laughs> stuff too. I mean, the only the, the 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 weird thing that I don't like that I don't know if you've ever come across Stuart listening to audiobooks is like, pot like like pe- podcasters like Kevin Smith or like other people uh, other famous pod people you know who have podcasts that you may listen to whenever they have a book and you you're like oh okay the audiobook that's gonna you know I like them as a podcaster but it's just doesn't sound like they do, you know, it's them reading. It's got that real dry tone to it mm-hmm. when you're so used to them being emotional and, you know, full with expression and stuff like that. So it's that's the only part I come across that I don't yeah, like. Yeah, some, sometimes the, 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 the people reading it are a bit dry. But uh, I mean, the guy, the guy who, who, who reads this one, I can't think of his name. Uh, he does vo- he does different voices for each each character, so that well, I, mean, I, the, I like it when, not, when they do this that. This guy you're so. not listening to on a po- on a podcast weekly, like you would say Chris Hardwick from The Nerdist, right. you know, and you're used to him being all. Still, so, some people yeah. can't read books, yeah. so, so they can, they can talk fine, but they can't read. Yeah, so that that makes any yeah, sense. The, that's the only problem Sorry. I've come across, though. As far as audiobooks is, is that just because we're used to hearing, you know, I'm just used to hearing these certain people talk normally, you know. So, when you can I drop comic books and manga in there to overrule all? Just saying. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> actual, actually, aren't they coming out with those? What is, uh, isn't Marvel coming out with those audio book stuff thing? They those, have the most. Yeah, com- those. No, the uh, graphic audios. 
Oh, graphic art, I don't know. That that sounds pretty cool, though. But I know they got a lot of motion motion comics and stuff that they sell like on DVD or put it up on their different streaming oh, yeah. services like Netflix and stuff. Yeah, they're, they've got a few on Netflix that are there's some pretty good good ones. I'd say one thing, though, the next big one that I want to see that's coming out is The Dark Knight Returns, the first part of it. Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yes, we, we've, we, we've talked September about that. September 25th. I've got it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm more ex- I'm I'm I'm, ex- I'm I want the first one to come out so we can look forward to the second part of that because I, I for I I've heard I haven't read the actual comics of the Dark Knight I have it but dude you gotta read I, that I have it you've got it I've heard I I have it you know I haven't gotten you know set to reading it yet but that's like that's like one of those comics you have to read before you die because it's that good oh I definitely plan on 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 on, <laughs> on reading it before the you know before the actual movie comes out. The, the first part, anyways, but Trust hearing me. about the second yeah. part, that's going to be crazy goodness. You got to give a DC props. A lot of their animated movies have just been phenomenal. Like they're so yes. much more better than the Marvel animated ones, and everything. I mean, look at Justice League, Doom, Batman Under the Red Hood, one of my favorites. The Dark Knight Returns, which looks like it's going to be awesome. Superman Doomsday, and then you have Marvel that doesn't really have a lot, but the ones that they do, they're eh. Their live action is much better. Well, than their, the, the than Marvels their had some good ones. I mean, I I've enjoyed the Planet Hulk and I've other ones like that. But yeah, definitely DC. I mean, the, I think the only the only DC uh, animated that I haven't liked recently was the latest Superman one, Superman versus the Elite. I think. Oh, the versus the Elite. That was kind of yeah, okay, that no, was kind of bad. But you know, mm. the other one, the other ones you named, the other ones you named were just, uh, you know, amazing. I, I, I loved them. So, I mean, yes, literally, actually, I, I look Batman over to my, to my collect collection. I'm like, yep, I have that one. I have that one. <laughs> I have that one. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the DC ones are very good. It's just, I don't know what it is, whether it's the mature take on the DC characters or, or just the way that the storytelling is like presented and stuff, because not all those adaptations or all those animated movies are solely, like, completely, uh, what is it, adapted from the comics. Like, they're loosely based on them in a lot of retrospects, especially, like, Superman Doomsday. Like, if you remember, Death of Superman, there's, like, a whole bunch of other stuff that just did not make it into the animated movie, and it was still amazing. It was well, still really, uh, I really think good. I think they're so great because Batman, the animated series, came out. That was such a huge success. And they just basically stuck with that formula for the most part. Switch different characters, change the story a bit. But as far as how to do a good animate, they I think for the most part they've stuck with that type of, you know, formula. I think it's just the mature take on the DC characters because again, a lot of those animated movies are all like more adult, not not adult themes, but much more geared towards an adult comic audience. Compared to like a lot of the Marvel animated stuff, which the only exceptions you could say that is Planet Hulk, uh, Hulk versus, and I think Thor uh, was it the one of the Thor movies where it's like something Tales of Asgard or something like that. But the rest of them are just a little more kid yeah, like in the, nature. The Ultimate just, Avengers. All and... of them are just much more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a lot more. The DC ones are much more mature takes, and like the storytelling, like there's some real stuff going on. You know, in comparison to everything that's going on in the world for those movies, and it's just it comes off better. Yeah, but I mean, Marvel does have the like the Ultimate Spider-Man show right now. That's really good, and the uh, it's no longer you know they canned it, but Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes that was pretty good. Same thing with yeah, that's a shame too that they canned it. But they're at least they're uh, hopefully the new Avengers that they're coming out with the 
that's going to be more, I guess, movie focused, you know, and that's more set in that world. Hopefully that'll be as good, you know. Here's a quick question. Like, what do you guys think of that new show, Arrow? Because I know a lot of people have mixed thoughts on Smallville, but that new show, Arrow, actually looks um, good. I, I, I like that it's not a spinoff from from the, uh, the, the Smallville. Because to be honest, I didn't really like the, the Green Arrow that much in Smallville. Yeah, me neither. I thought it, it, that should have been so. Bruce Wayne. That, that really should have been Bruce Wayne. Because I know when Chris Nolan was making his movies, he told Warner Brothers that he didn't want no other Batman stuff being made. You know, in in, in uh, was at the same time where his he was doing his movies. Like just that Green Arrow character could have been Batman. It's just everything about him screams Batman. It's that's actually kind of funny because in you know kind of like what uh, what happened with uh, with Buffy, um, Small, Smallville season eleven I think is is a, is a comic series. Yeah, and that's actually like the like the first place they go is Gotham. Yep, exactly. I remember that. <laughs> so, I seeing that. Like that should have that should have been a huge thing in the TV show. They could have made so much people watch that. It's oh my god. Yeah, freaking. But I'm, I'm looking man. forward to the, the Arrow. I mean, and I don't know if y'all saw this at all, yeah. but they've they've announced that John Barrowman's going to actually play a a character in it. They got a lot of cool stuff. I mean, cool. they got the Huntress that's going to be in there. They got a was it Def Deathstroke that's actually going to show up in there. It's pretty cool. Like that whole first episode is based off a comic arc because I know I've read it. I remember the exact same things that happened. Like they show in the trails happens exactly in the comic. Yeah, unfortunately, it doesn't come out till what October. Yeah, it's yeah. fall. It's fall TV. Sadly, so we got a while. But yeah, I'm, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm all on board. You know, as long as it's not crap. It's, it's better than Wonder Woman because I saw the Wonder Woman pilot and oh my god, <laughs> that, that just was. That was terrible. Well, I I also saw the Aquaman. Oh yeah, that was worse. That was worse. (laughs) Could have been that bad. Yeah, that was a lot worse. I mean, the guy, the actor wasn't that good. That's the same dude that played Green Arrow, Smallville. I mean, he's not a bad actor, but come on, that's no Aquaman. Or maybe that is Aquaman because Aquaman's just that bad. (laughs) No, yeah, it was it was it was a a direct spinoff from the from the Smallville show. It was, it no, was the I, same thought, guy. I thought it was a separate thing because, I mean, that didn't make no sense to have the same dude that played in the show play that a different character like that in the same universe. I was like, eh. But no, it was the story. it was the it was the same guy. Yeah, it was the same dude. It was dude. the guy who, it was who the same played dude. Aquaman in in Smallville played Aquaman in the in the pilot. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a different one. The one that I saw was literally the guy who played Green Arrow played Aquaman played uh what is it uh Arthur Curry. In the Aquaman, they, that it only had one episode that never got aired. Wait, so they've had how? They've had multiple Aquaman pilots. Why? Why? <laughs> no, there's only one Aquaman pilot. What are you talking dude. about, Stuart? Uh, okay, then I swore I swore it was the same guy. He's right. Yeah, I've heard I swore it was the same dude. I know I heard in the past that the dude that played Aquaman in Smallville, they were thinking of giving him his own spinoff at one point, but he never took flight because. Number one, the previous thing, the previous one with Aquaman just did not look right. And then, obviously, they were going to go do Wonder Woman for uh, NBC, which, again, just failed. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm with the, I'm with the majority of I don't get Aquaman, honestly. So. You should do, like, what Entourage did and give the property to James Cameron. Make him go make a movie about Aquaman. Oh, God. Well, he's got the underwater three three D cameras. Yeah, 
So anyways, um so is that it, Stuart? I've been playing Guild Wars 2. It was a smooth launch, uh, other than kind of the um, the store stuff wasn't quite well working. Uh, the auction house or just tra- trading post still isn't isn't working. Uh, but I've been slowly uh, uploading kind of the first nine hours of my play to you to our YouTube page. So yeah, I was about to bring bring that now out. up to part four. So check those out. Definitely. And we we also played some Left 4 Dead too. We we played a custom map last night. We did that. That will be edited Steam. tomorrow, maybe on Steam. So yeah, on Steam. Yes. Oh, you guys got to give me your Steam names. Some on Steam. Awesome. So we could play some games or like Team Fortress Two or something. Yeah, we definitely want to. I'm, I'm play down. That. For, I'm <laughs> down, down for some TF Two. Love down it. For Team Fortress, I love TF Two. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was that was fun. I kind of want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, definitely interesting. Um, there was some we didn't expect a lot of the stuff that happened in that. We just you know I I just expected yeah. it to be, you know we played the Deathcraft Two custom map and we just expected it to look like Minecraft but we didn't expect all the other stuff that happened within it. So, yeah. which which I found out that uh Deathcraft 1, uh, the version 1 for the Left 4 Dead 1 is the same exact map only the uh models are the models from Left 4 Dead. Cool. Oh, okay, gotcha. So it's not as cool as as De- Deathcraft 2. Yeah. So with all the Minecraft models. Definitely. So look, look, definitely look for that on our YouTube page, people. That was definitely fun, yes. fun stuff. And nice. I missed a couple stuff. So I missed a couple exciting things that happened. So Stuart was like, hey, did you see that? Did you see? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I was killing this zombie over here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll definitely have to go back and, and take a look at that myself. So... Uh, but okay, to the to the articles I brought to the table, uh, the Lego Movie, the oh, official God. plot has has been revealed. Oh, I read about this. This is fail. <laughs> yeah, get this, okay? A perfectly average Lego mini mi, mi, mini fig is mistakenly identified for an extra for an extraordinary person, and is the key to saving the world. What? He is drafted to a fellowship of strangers into an epic quest to stop the the evil tyrant. A journey for which Emmett, that's the name of the guy, is hope, hopeless, hopelessly and hilariously unprepared. Wow. Sounds like fail to me. <laughs> sounds like Lord <laughs> of the Rings to me. Yeah, it sounds like a ripoff of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're going to do this as a CG movie, right? I mean, realistically, can I mean, we see a Lego movie, not a CG movie? No, it, it, sh- it should be stop, stop motion. Oh, God. Stop motion, really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, actually, they'd be kind of cool. There's some cool stop motions with Legos that are on YouTube. There's some pretty cool Yeah, ones. there are. But, uh, hey, Morgan Fr- uh, Freeman is going to play one of the one of the I characters. I can't believe that. I can't believe he's... I, I can't believe that. No, thank you. I mean, that's Morgan Freeman. I mean, that's that's Lucius. Fox. He's an Oscar that's winner. God. I mean, yeah, he's God. Come on now. <laughs> Seriously, he's God. I mean, for those of you that watch uh, Bruce Almighty. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, 
That sounds like such fail. You know what it is, dude? They 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 seriously need to do something about a lot of these adaptations for like board games and other like toy properties, and really get on the ball with the writing. Because look at Battleship was terrible. Transformers, in some respects, how do you was expect terrible. to do ba- a good Battleship? I mean, there's no story. Dude, I, I, I've explained this. I've explained this. Do a do a mock battle. That's all. That's all it is. A mock God, battle. You know what it could be like? Hunt for the Red October. Battleship could have been an awesome movie if it was just about two factions, like two countries, doing uh, what is it, naval warfare, and have it done like Hunt for the Red October. It would have been amazing, like that. It would have been like the most, the greatest, or one of the greatest, uh, what is it, war movies in a long time. See, the, the the thing the thing I look at it is, I think a lot of people wouldn't have harshed on Battleship as much if they hadn't said, if they hadn't called it Battleship, and they hadn't. You know, said it was based on the board game. If it was just a generic action film, I think it wouldn't have gotten as much heat. Oh yeah, it yeah. probably would. It, you want to say well, why? Because it looks like Transformers. It, it, it was bad. It, it, it was it was it was bad. I never anyway. saw it. No. But uh, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Pretty freaking bad. I decided I didn't want to waste my money. <laughs> I mean, you know what's a cool a concept? The the concept that they have for the Monopoly movie. Like, did you guys ever hear about that? What they're gonna do? They're gonna have it kind of like you know, it's gonna be about capitalism. It's gonna play exactly almost like Wall Street, but just like their people are playing an actual game of Monopoly, but the actual property on there on the board is real life property in real life that they're actually paying with real money and stuff, and actually you know doing. I'm down for that. I mean, that sounds a lot cooler than what they're doing. I'm down for that, actually. I mean, the other idea that they had was Candyland. Candyland was going to have Adam Sandler in it. And it's just like, oh my God. I remember hearing about that. That that, that just sounds like fail from the get-go. You know what I mean? Well, pretty much anything with Adam Sandler now, it just, the man hasn't put out a good movie in... He used to be really funny. He just fails. He did. I honestly can't think of the last good movie he did. I mean, I can think of some good ones he's done, but that's like a long time ago. Like, that's our Mr. Deeds. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that that does not sound that does not sound right for a Candyland movie. Like Candyland would be like a children's movie, like what they have like on Disney Channel or something to me. Or like Monopoly sounds pretty cool. Battleship could have been amazing, but they failed with that. No, okay. The the, the last good movie with with Adam Sandler was the the Longest Yard. Yeah, actually, you know what? That yeah, is, that, that was all right. Movie. Yeah, I gotta get that one. But I I don't know. I'm just, uh, this Lego movie sounds like fail. Well, Legos are the hot thing now. <laughs> They've made a huge comeback. So Legos are cool. It's just that this, this story concept just sounds terrible. I mean, I, do you, <laughs> have you guys ever watched? Have you ever watched those like cartoon movies that they have for Legos that they based on some of the different Lego properties? Like, uh, was it the Bionicle or like the Toa Nuwa type of stuff that they have? Those are actually really good. It seems like all the time that it's on Cartoon Network now is the Nin- Ninjago, Ninjago, yeah, stuff, and it's it's not good, it's not good. Ah, the Bionicle stuff back in the day, you know, Bionicle a long time ago. Pretty, yeah, it's actually pretty, those were pretty good. They had three movies, I think it was with Bionicle. Oh, really? Three? Uh, yeah, I think there was about three or four movies, but they were all based on different pro- uh, was it toy lines that they have for the Bionicle like main like brand because there was a bunch of them. And they were all based on like different stories and stuff. Yeah, so I, I I don't know. I I don't think they need a Lego movie, honestly. I mean, they've got all the different Lego games they're coming out with, and they've got more they can even do. So just, I mean, I I'd, I'd just stick with that, you know. But that sounds like it could be much better as a TV show, like Lego City or something, and make it like a comedy for kids. Uh, it's a game. 
Oh yeah, the, uh, the, the city's name. That's true. Yeah, I could see it being a better and they talk. show. Well, I, I don't know, but yeah, not looking. I mean, you know, before the plot was announced, I was just like, okay, a Lego Movie and Morgan Friedman, because you know that was announced like I think last week. From what I heard, originally it was supposed to be a live action, like with real actors, and it was going to be based around like actually building buildings, like building like you know tall like skyscrapers and stuff. I was like, wait a second, that doesn't even make sense. I don't know, but yeah, I'm I'm just shocked that Morgan Freeman would associate himself with this. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's doing it for a granddaughter or grandson or something. I don't know. But either get busy building or get busy dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So I see you've got another uh, one. About Yes, another movie, another fantastic oh movie. Oh god! Um, looks like the uh, teenage alien Ninja Turtles movie it might not happen. It, Thank it, God! It, it really might not happen. Um, it's oh it's been officially pushed back to 2014, but uh, it's I've heard I've heard rumors that uh, Michael Bay has been dropped Good. completely <laughs> from it. But that's for rumors, uh, right? Right. Um, yeah. But um, you, what, what, what's been leaked about it was the script. Oh, God. Yeah, from the little bit I oh, saw. Man. Oh, my God. That was so bad. Okay. So many reasons why it's so bad. <laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> Let's start with Casey Jones and April, April O'Neil being in high school and dating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is pretty stupid. <laughs> wow. And Casey works for this secret company. I, I forget the name of it now. For the not named Shredder dude. His, his name's not Shredder, but it's Close Schrader. I think that's, that's how you say it. They don't even call him a Rokusaki. He's white. He's a white dude, apparently. Colonel Schrader. Yeah. Oh, that's Colonel Schrader, leader of a mil- military-like organization. In a, an organization known as the Foot. They're not even ninjas. They're, They're not even military. Japanese. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I don't know. Um, so dude, that's, that's not even this. the worst of it. You, you know what's even worse? The Ninja Turtles themselves aren't even mutants. They're going to be from an alien Exactly. Planet. I mean, yes. and, they, and they know alien ninjutsu. I mean, if that's not, like, the biggest, like, you know, ruining of the canon or just the, the original origin story, I don't know what is. Like, that's, like, the most uh, – Turtles fans should be, like, really mad. Oh, when, Let me put it that way. Like, how, this was how about turning – oh, go ahead. Turning themselves in, into pr- pr- projectiles after hiding in their shells. That doesn't so, even Super Mario sense. Brothers. Super I mean, Mario Brothers. I mean, it's <laughs> – I mean, it's stupid. I mean – uh, honestly, honestly, I can't believe that one of the co-creators of TMNT was actually on board to do this movie. Like, because I know he oh, did no. some work for it. You know, he did like some sort of like armored turtle thing for the actual as like concept art for the movie. But I can't believe he would willingly like actually you know go along with this because it's such a deviation from the original storyline that him and his co-creator created. You know, way back when, and it's just so outlandishly different that it almost makes fun of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like completely. Yeah, he he uh, he even says that you know he he no he no longer owns the uh, the, the 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 property, and uh, he he read the script and he said it, it's it's wretched and it's junk. Good, I mean, 
It's so... They should scrap this whole movie, go back, and take a lot of what was done in the original TMNT movie, take a lot of that stuff, and build upon it. Because, to me, the best TMNT movie that could be done is not only it kind of keeps them in New York City and keeps it very faithful to the original story. Because, you guys remember, the original comics were really, like, bloody. Dark. Like, yeah, really dark hard series. Stuff. And it would be amazing to have a movie done like that, even if it was like not kind of done a little bit like Sin City, like that. But for TMNT, really faithful to the original create uh, was a vision that those guys had. That that would make so much more money than something like this would. Definitely agree. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I I remember when we heard like what months and months ago about the aliens part, we were just outraged. Did you guys ever yeah. see that maquette that they came out? There was a picture of a maquette that was supposed to be like one of the turtles. I think it was uh, Michelangelo because he had an orange band. Uh, was it headband? No, never saw that. No, like it. It looks weird. Let me put it that way. You would look at it and be like, "Wait a second, this isn't Michelangelo. This isn't even one of the other turtles. It just looks like a thing." Uh, I'm so glad this isn't happening. So glad because, you know, grew up on Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. I mean. Yeah, they're fine the way they are. They know, and it uh, it just seems like Hollywood's just like, oh, there's been a lot of aliens in the, in you know lately, so let's just make them aliens. It's it's the Michael Bay. Yeah, and let's and let's let's let's, let's also fo- focus on Casey Jones, all all about Transformers. Style. Oh, we need a love story too, because they're Wait, you know, let's hook them together. Yeah, that's that's also what it was gonna do. It was gonna focus on 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 uh, Casey Jones. That is so stupid. I mean, nobody needs another Shia LaBeouf. Seriously. Oh God! Have you heard about what Shia LaBeouf's been saying recently? Oh yeah, I oh, heard my about God. that. I mean, how, that's just... He's got another movie coming out called Lawless. So that hopefully, like you know, before he makes despite that movie. him. But I mean, his, his well, next con- movie, he's considering he got he got drunk to, to to do that. Yeah, but and then on top of that, you know, how do you come out and say? That uh, was it. Indiana Jones was the worst experience that you ever had. You're working with Harrison Ford, mind you. How can you say something like that? And Steven Spielberg. It's and seriously, like, come on. I, I don't know, but uh, have you heard his recent comments, Stuart? I I, I don't I I've heard stuff. I don't know if this, what you guys are talk, talking oh, about, about the this new she, movie he's going to be doing. Yeah, that's a way to cheat on his girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, something I like mean, that. I mean, it just sounds so pathetic. Like It's about necrophilia, I think it is, Yeah, right? it's, something it's, like that. Yeah. It just sounds so pathetic. I mean, we're definitely going to have sex in this. We will have sex in this movie. That's a little too I mean, artsy for some people. Uh, it's not artsy. It's, though, I mean, though, the way he says it, it's just kind of creepy and, you know, kinda pathetic. Gross. Yeah. I remember a, cu- a cu- couple years ago, he, he, he said that he would screw his mom, his own mom. Oh, that's a little creepy. Yeah. That w- that was actually kind of like when he first started going into the weird. Yeah, I, I, apparently, I didn't know he was. was a, I didn't even know that. he had a huge drinking problem or whatever until recently, because I don't really follow him that much. <laughs> well, apparently, it 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 it, uh, it came about because of of the movie Lawless, because he wanted the he wanted the character to be so authentic that he wanted the real bags under the eyes from from being drunk all the time. Optimus Prime is unhappy, is unhappy about this. Peter Cullen will scold him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's, it, it's just, it's just all kinds of craziness. I mean, I've. He used to be really good. What happened? He's not doing another Transformers after this one. I don't think really he's coming good. back. <laughs> 
when he was a teenager, he was really good. Because he played a goofy kid, a goofy teenage kid, and also, also when he when he played the the mentally cha- challenged kid. I don't remember that movie. Yeah, it was uh, True Confessions. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know, but I, that yeah, it was it was it was a Disney Channel mo- movie, okay. I think. But yeah, the the t- show, and then what the, he did holes that that was good stuff, but. Hold, hold was but, good. I mean, I don't know. It's just like he's gonna be an action. He's gonna be, you know, be an action, an action movie. You know, Transformers, really, the Goofy Kid from Even Stevens, or and all this other. I don't know. I've just, I've, I haven't liked him since like his. He left Disney to do main stuff. This is what happens when Michael yeah. gets involved. I don't, and I, I can't believe he said that about Indiana Jones because, you know, for the most part, yeah. he was the worst thing about Indiana Jones. <laughs> no, I, no, the worst thing about Indiana Indy Four was the writing. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was the worst thing because I don't think it could have gone any worse than that. I don't even think what was it a, uh, a lot of that stuff that made it into the movie that like you know both St- uh, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas wanted to actually do because it's, it seems it's like nothing like the other movies. Yeah, just, but yeah, it's something else completely. But I would say the best thing about Indiana Jones 4 was the end where he – it's like, oh, really? You're going to try to pick up the hat and then Harrison Ford takes it from him? No. Not that, for that you. That was pretty much Too like – yeah. That, yeah, that was, just a, that was a little tease joke. I mean I thought it was kind of stupid at the end because it was hinting like, okay, like maybe they're going to go off into a whole other thing now that Harrison Ford is kind of done with it. But, I mean, they're not that, even that, doing that. that. Now the they're going to do Indy 5. Now they're going to do Indy 5. That was 5. the plan. But that was no, like the closest anymore. I'm ever gonna get to like hitting Shia LaBeouf. Was that that little that little <laughs> thing right there? That and I'm sorry, yo, the whole part about the monkeys that was so stupid. Oh. That whole segment with the jumping monkeys where he now all of a sudden he's Tarzan at the apes. That, that was done. And and and, and of done. course, aliens. Hollywood loves aliens. And I could deal with that. aliens. I could have oh. dealt with. I could have seriously dealt with that. It was they fine to a point because it, it made better, sense. Though. But it could have been handled a lot yeah. better. So. I don't know. I I I I don't know. I'm I don't know if you've heard, but Harrison Ford said he like for Indy Five he would love for him his, uh, his character to get killed. Well, yeah, to end the yeah, series. I, I wouldn't. I don't <laughs> think I would mind with... that. You know, I don't know. No, Indiana Jones shouldn't go off like that. I mean, if he's gonna die like in the last Indy movie, it should be like him comfortable in bed. Because I mean, come on, he his father, quote unquote, was Sean Connery. Well, I mean, it doesn't get any better. You could than have that. him sacrificing himself to save the world somehow. But go make out it cool. all heroic it and badass. Awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And make it something like about ancient civilizations. No more aliens. No more. No more flying monkeys. No more crazy Russian people. Yeah. So I. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. And don't bring his son back. That that'd be another good thing. Or just I don't know. Bring the girl, bring the woman back, Marianne, I think it was. The one from uh, mm-hmm. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, definitely. So. That'd be cool. I mean, or even, what, Tim, uh, bring Short Round back. Yeah, what happened to Short Round? Come on. I'd, rather, <laughs> I'd rather have Short Round, an older Short Round, than Shia LaBeouf. So. It's a shame that they had to and, kill And Shia. it should be, uh, be ironic that short, short Round is now, like, seven feet tall. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, that would be awesome, but... I'm just going to have to call him round now. Yeah. 
Anyways, wow, we definitely tangent there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. See what happens when Michael Bay gets involved? Everything goes downhill from there. Uh-huh. But luckily, luckily the movie's not going to happen. So hopefully, and hopefully the rumor you heard is true, Stewart. Start from scratch. That they should yes. start from scratch. Period. Yeah. And then, yeah, yes, for God, where was Splinter? Did anybody hear anything about Splinter with this movie? I'm just dying um, to know. It was he was mentioned in the article, but that was about it. He was mentioned, Thank God. as well as um, see Bebop. No, I can't can't talk. Um, Krang was going to be in it. Uh, Bebop and Rock and Rocksteady were were, were going to be in it. Uh, so I, that part I was okay with. Yeah, but uh, cool like, like I said, the only way I could, the, and obviously this isn't how it was, but the only way I could have seen the, them trying to turn it to aliens was because they did turn into they did turn it into mutants from the what wasn't wasn't it Krang's ooze who was an alien? No. no, no, it was something different. I think it was from like a company. In the original movie, it was MCRI or something like that. Whatever, some type of like other company that was dealing with some sort of radioactive. I mean, like, no. like I'm, I'm not necessarily saying in like the, from the movies, but I remember like it, it, from one of the cartoons. I think I, I, I was oh, from yeah. like the '80s cartoons, yeah. or that maybe, yeah. I, I could definitely go with that, you know, but that's not what they're doing. So I don't know, but let's hope you know there's no there's there we got tons of good movies to hold us off do it right i would i say take your time mm-hmm. put out a good ninja teenage mutant ninja turtle movie please yeah so um so i guess well i guess my topics um let's see joss whedon the his the um, uh show the marvel show that they were They've been teasing. They've announced it's going to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. show, mm-hmm. which I've pretty much been saying it's going to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. show. That's the, the best – that's, you know, that's one of the only ways I could see them doing a show like that would be a S.H.I.E.L.D. show because you wouldn't need to have the, you know, the, the, the big actors. You wouldn't need to have, you know, a Thor or, you know, Captain America or Iron Man for S.H.I.E.L.D. You could just have, you know, random agents and maybe you could get – you know Samuel Jackson, Sam Jackson every now and then you know to drop missions down on these agents or something but what I mean Stuart I know I know you you're, you're you think all the all these shows and cartoons and stuff are going to make you know full time you you keep saying like I want this to fail no I don't want I'm this saying, to fail I'm not I want saying, this to be I'm awesome saying you think they're good, it's going to make you make it sound like that's what I'm saying. Well, that's how I take it. You just seem... Is it me? No, I don't want them to fail. I want them to be awesome. Is it me, or they they could do so many much more better shows with, like, some of the other Marvel characters than just going with S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, because I know there's there was some talk of some time, like, after Avengers, like, one of the things, like, the next motion picture they were going to do was, like, Doctor Strange and other characters like that. Like, imagine having, like, a Luke Cage series. Or like an Iron Fist series, or any one of those like you know B level Marvel heroes. You know what I mean? I think to me it would come off a little better. I mean, what can you realistically do with Shield other than have maybe Spider Woman, Dum Dum Dugan, and Maria Hill? Well, I mean, for the most part, Shield would just be like a kind of futuristic, almost crime show. You know, CSI, Law and Order. Well, not 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 yeah, kind of. But I mean, 
They, I mean, they are doing the. They are. Uh, there's that whole Incredible Hulk show that in the works. So they, it's not like they're just sticking with Shield. But I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of, you know, I'm kind of fascinated about this, and I think it might be. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, especially since Joss Whedon's on board and the his the people he's worked with for um worked worked on with like Dollhouse and uh Doctor Horrible sing along blog and some of the other stuff he's done or it's gonna be part of it. So it's gonna actually be good people working on it. It's not so um you know, I anything with Joss Whedon um I'm definitely looking forward to. Cause I'm just a Whedon fanboy, so and I, I honestly I don't know too much about Shield. I mean, I really don't. So if they could, inf- if it this, if they could actually stick with like the, you know, somewhat with like the way the comic the Shield is like in the comics and whatnot, I would love to. I would love to learn. You know, I would love for this to be a way for me to learn more about Shield and stuff like that. And I don't know. It it'd also be something to tied tied me over tied tied me over till the next you know m- movies in between the movies and stuff. See, now I I I've said this before. I I like the way that they portrayed uh, Shield and the other movies as not really a uh, an organization you would want to turn to, but one you you know they're they're not they're not black they're not white they're gray they do what's necessary and that's how that's how that's how the yeah, that's yeah. how they're portrayed in, in in the comics they could easily go. They could, you could easily hate them, or you could be okay with them. Yeah. So, I'm, I don't know how you could continue along with that, and with them being, with them having their own show. I don't know. I mean, apparently, apparently, you know, there's some good ideas going on. Yeah, I don't think Joss Whedon would put his name behind it if he didn't think it was going to be decent. He's got to have something like really out there then, because to me, I'm looking at it, I'm trying to think of like what can they realistically do with shields, and I'm not really coming up with anything, honestly. I don't know, other than hey, this person needs help, go, and then they go off off, off screen. And like you I feel like they what, could go they to like a bunch of B level heroes in the Marvel universe and have them show up, you know, just yeah, to I, kind I of would, expand. I would, the I would love universe. to see you know uh, Jessica Drew or yeah Nick uh, Nick uh, Luke Cage, not Nick Cage, Luke Cage. <laughs> Cage. I mean, you could have all kinds of dudes. I mean, because, you know, when you get into, like, a lot of the comic lore and stuff, especially when you get into, like, New Avengers or just, you know, different heroes that have interacted with S.H.I.E.L.D., there's a a lot of people you could kind of throw into the mix to make it interesting. But, I mean, just realistically, in order to put on, like, a mainstream TV show on ABC to really appeal to people like that, I mean, people are going to go in expecting something, and they're they're probably going to get disappointed about what they get. Uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. versus HYDRA. I mean, yeah, you could you that, could do that's, that. That's the, only, that's the only thing I could see. Yeah, maybe. Like Lady Hydra, that's maybe as close, as big as you're gonna get. I I don't know. I I would love it if 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 if, if the show somehow involved like like uh, you know it involved the movies. You know, it was it, it was like stuff based around all the other movies. Maybe to I don't know. But I I see. I I it's not my job to to figure out how to do it. You know, I'm just going to, you know, that's why I would never want to work on stuff like this. You know, I would just want, I mean, I'm just waiting for it to come out so I can watch it. Because, you know, I, I really think it's going to be something crazy and something good. Because I don't think, or at least Joss Whedon thinks it's going to be good. Because I don't think he would put his name behind something. You know, he has too much good stuff well, behind his, you know, 
he has too much good stuff listed on his IMDb page for him to all of a sudden in uh in uh Whedon we trust. Exactly. So. so Yeah. There's there's that. Um on to some I guess on to a gaming topic. Um Gotham City Imposters going free to play. That'd be cool. No, that's only on Steam, correct? I think so, yes. They somehow I would they, there so, was yeah. some kind of I think some some weird like little update that that happened and in the or some some someone found in some code or something you know like I, like it's always someone found some some something in the code. I <laughs> data miners amaze me. What yeah, I, 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 you gotta you gotta be like on your computer twenty four seven to figure some of that stuff out because it's just nuts what they could find. Definitely. So, I mean, I never picked up Gotham City Imposters on the consoles. So yeah, game. I mean, I, I, from yeah, I, I, I it's like Team yeah, Fortress. I played the beta of it before it came out, and it it was great. But you know, I just didn't feel like picking it up or shelling out the the money for it. But free to play, I'm definitely down. You know, that's another another reason why PC gaming is is awesome. I had a debate with one of our former co-hosts. Um, uh, Henry, um, or Knox Broadcast, and he he was just you know saying, oh well, the next gen console's coming out, and you know I don't want to have to shell out all kinds of money to get a PC when it's coming out so soon, and what? And I'm like, yeah, but there's just all kinds of good stuff you know, on the PC that's happening that I don't want to, admit, uh, you know. Yeah, with the with the with the with the with the good stuff that's on the PC. You will never find find that on the on the on the consoles. You'll never see World of Warcraft on the console. Like I know a lot of people have always constantly said, like you yeah. know, DC Universe is on the console. Why can't WoW be on it? It's just it's not possible because they're constantly updating that stuff, and then just it gets into a whole another thing that consoles can't do right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I never, same thing with like Diablo. A lot of people said they wanted Diablo three on the console. I don't think that was even possible, especially with the whole DRM thing that Blizzard had. You know, with having to be online all the time, but I realistically don't see it happening. Well, I mean, in that, yeah. Plus, you know, with uh, with Microsoft having their, uh, it's kind of came out recently, their insane uh, update costs. Oh yeah, There's no way. That's ridiculous. There's no they, way. Microsoft is like the worst because they 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 really kind of like get such a stranglehold on a lot of the developers, especially when you're trying to develop an indie title for Xbox Live Marketplace. That's that's like a headache and a half. So I can only imagine you, we're gonna be it'll like be, it'll be, it'll be, it would be it'd be cheaper to make a new game with the, with that fix. Yeah. No, definitely. So I mean, and the whole conversation started because I was tweeting about us playing the custom zombies map on Left 4 Dead 2, and you know Henry was like on the 360 or PC, and I'm like uh, the PC because you know for the most part, <laughs> like 99% of the time you can't have stuff like that on, you know, consoles. You can't do custom can't maps. And... PC will uh, play, the, the PlayStation is a bit more open. Well, like I said, 99% than, of the time. The Xbox. <laughs> I mean, like, um, what game was it? Unreal Tournament. Unreal, uh, Unre- yeah. yeah, Unreal 4. That, yeah. But that happened, like... Or it was 3. It was 3, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that happened, like, 2007, tournament? right? Or long time ago. Yeah, but it, it, it had, uh, it had um, a custom... Maps that were you play on both the PC or the or, or the or, or the PlayStation. So yeah, I mean that's 
for the most part, that's like the only thing. You know, you of course you've got, you know, what you got the stuff you can do in Halo, but I mean that there's really not much you can you can there's really not in, in for the consoles now. I mean maybe next maybe with the next generation of consoles, you know, maybe they'll add add it to where you can do stuff like that. I don't know, but for right now, I mean there's. I mean, I've just been watching YouTube videos of all these different games that have, you know, huge communities who build these maps and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And it's just Dude, did you ever Minecraft. See? That's that's a huge oh, one. Yeah. Uh, go go ahead. No, I was gonna say, did you guys ever see that realistic mod for GTA Four? You cannot get that on a console. Period. There's a realistic mod that just completely like changes the face the face paint of the game and it looks phenomenal definitely and i was i, I was watching a G, gta 4 mod today that was the uh uh the time machine from back to the future oh, future. oh yeah that yeah, actually did it? travel in time yeah <laughs> i was like that's awesome that is the coolest or, thing or ever the crisis mod did you ever see the hyper realistic mode for crisis I think it was Crisis oh. 2, something like that. It makes the game look much more ridiculous than what it already wow, is. Wow, that's uh, so, and yeah, you don't get that stuff. Plus, let's look at you know, let's look at one of the most popular mods there is, the DayZ mod for Arma 2. That's oh, yeah, going to be its own game now. I mean, there's just there's just a you know, you get again, you get the game on PC, which you could get a fraction of the price if you hit the right Steam sales. You know that that's a huge argument right there, and you have all this, all these free. You know, you know there's must be what hundreds and hundreds of Left 4 Dead 2 maps, Stuart, if not you know in the thousand. The thing is, is that the consoles or just consoles in general, consoles are more for the convenience because consoles you plug in, you play, and that's that. With PC, you have a little more control, a lot more options, and a little more flexibility in what you could do. That's why you're able to get things like mods and all that other stuff because P- uh, consoles, you're only limited to a certain amount, not only what the actual developers of the consoles want you to play or what you want you to do for the matter like that and also limited to the types of games that you could play even though there's a huge library on consoles with pc again it's a lot more options a lot more flexibility a lot more things you could do yourself that you have the choices to do oh definitely and i think one of the biggest scare for you know people who are afraid of pc gaming well not no not really price price has really come down but you know or well it, it is the price and it's the you know because technology you know in the last few years technology or last 10 15 years technology has just grown so much to where you know we have these in where it was you had to basically get a new pc every couple years but you don't have to do that yeah. anymore i mean technology's still growing but it's gotten to a point where you know you can build a you can build a pretty high-end pc i mean i you know i looked i looked up and for the most part i, I was able to find parts to build a PC that can basically play whatever I wanted at pretty mu- almost the highest graphics for like six seven hundred dollars. So I mean, and you know, it's not like you know, oh, next year you know all the games are going to require you know, you, 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 your your quad core PC is going to be obsolete. They're all going to require you know eight cores. Now that's not going to you know necessarily happen. So I mean, it, it, te- I think the technology has slowed down a bit. You know. A lot compared to what it was. A, a bit. Because, you know, yeah. what, 10 years ago we had single-core PCs? 
now we have, you know, they have quad cores. They even have six cores. And, you know, they're, I don't, I don't, I don't know if there's any, if there's PCs higher than six cores, but. There's, there's oh, there, there actually are? Okay. I didn't know if those yeah. actually had come out yet or not. And then, you know, modders, modders have gotten up to like 16. So. But I mean, that's just a crazy amount of stuff in the last, you know, 10 years. But think about the past couple, past three, four years. It really hasn't been a huge leap, you know, or as huge of a leap. So. You know, I think the people are just, you know, afraid just because of how things used to be. And I just keep trying to tell people, no, it's not like it used to be. Trust me. I mean, you would build a decent PC now. The most you'll have to do in a few years is maybe exchange the graphics card. That's about it. Maybe upgrade True. the power supply yeah. if it need be. Or add more RAM. Yeah, maybe. but, I mean, you don't... For the most part, I think processing power, you know, your processor and your, your CPU and uh, motherboard, I think is definitely going to be fine for the, you know, if you get a good one now, I think it's going to be perfect for the next, you know, if five, if not longer. Yep, I'm totally ha- happy, happy with mine. Yeah, so <laughs> there, there's that. I mean, I just, I don't know. I'm getting, I'm... T- think I'm going to slowly start getting back into PC gaming more and more and more now. I've really just been slowly stepping away from, you know, my 360 and PS3 and just, there's just so much more on on PC that I, you know, all these YouTube videos of people doing crazy stuff and it's like, I could watch, you know, I enjoy watching these, but I want to actually try that stuff out myself and... Yeah, it's more again. It's more a matter of convenience between the two, and also time. Just there's not enough time to play all these games. There's there's just so many games, especially now, the season that are coming out. It's ridiculous. It's like, you know, just I think it's earlier this year we had like I think it's like three or four JRPGs that came out all within the same time frame. So you know, it's we there's not enough time in the day to get through all this stuff. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's definitely true. Um. And, you know, it used to be all summer long there was a huge lull, but it's, you know, there was a lull this summer, but it's just getting smaller and smaller, the the gap of, you know, n- not, not much coming out. And notice notice how the holiday season keeps getting bigger and bigger and more compact worth of games coming out from November or even October onward. Nobody's wallets are going to be full. It's going to be, and empty. you still have <laughs> developers pushing their games back because yeah. they don't want to go up against the, you know, the big, the big games, the Call of Duty or the Halo or the. Yeah, Assassin's but look where they Creed. put them. They put them. They put them like that January, February, March, right? Exactly. Broke. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Or you know, either the either when everybody's broke or time to use your gift cards you got for Christmas. If you're lucky enough, that's the that's the way I see it. But, <laughs> um, definitely, definitely, PC gaming is, you know, I I I'm just all on board for that, and especially with all these games going free to play, that's a big, you know, that's a big factor. You know, if you look at all these games that are free to play, if you, it, it's almost worth it to get a you know, spend the money on a PC because it's like you're 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 gonna save in the long run because there's just so many games I want to play that are free to play. I mean, I think we've named what we've named at least three on this show. We've named the we've named um, Team Fortress Two. That's Gotham City Imposters is going, and you mentioned 
the DC Universe Online, Stuart? That's yeah. Well, uh, it will, and uh, Guild Guild Wars Two is buy buy to play. I mean, you buy the the box, but that's yeah. It. So There's I no mean, it's just sub- subscription. I don't know. It seems like a smarter, smarter, smarter move for your money in the in the long make run. Make money off of microtransactions. Yeah. That's where you make your money. And mm-hmm. I'm fine oh, yeah. with that because I'm not a microtransaction dude. I've never bought a single thing for my Xbox avatar. Me neither. I wouldn't. I, when I had the Xbox, I would not buy any of that stuff. I won't even buy themes on my PlayStation because to me it just seems like you know it's a little bit exactly. Of a I mean, for the reason. The, the 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 reason companies go my my microtransaction is me. <laughs> I I fall into it every time. I'm like, oh, but but it's only five bucks. I could just buy it now. Yeah, I'll just I'll just do that now. It's only a hat. <laughs> you use it once and then you never use it again. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I I just don't do the my the I, you know you talked about the theme. The theme for my on my Xbox is the Dr Pepper Avengers theme that was free. I mean. I, you know, I'm just not, I, I'm, I guess I'm either, you can either call me a cheap bastard or you can call me frugal or you can call me smart with my money, but I don't, you know, I, I try to make my money last and not waste it on stuff like that. And if, if it's a good game, you know, if you can get all the stuff from, from just playing the game, you know, and it's a good game, then I don't see what the problem is. If it's, you know, if it's a bad game, that you, you that you need the stuff to you need to pay the whatever money to unlock the stuff early then why would you waste the money and why would you play the game to you know it's just i don't know i just i just that's the way i see it but um i guess my my last topic is is actually some is a, is a tech news which we haven't really talked tech much in in a while cuz not much has really come out come out but this is something that definitely interests me. Um, Samsung has announced they're going to release a Galaxy camera with Android Jelly Bean on it, which it cool. it, it look it it looks cool. I mean, it. What does that mean? Well, it's gonna is it just it's gonna have a 4.8 inch screen. It's gonna 21 times zoom, which is it's 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 not bad. It's gonna have you know Wi-Fi connectivity, of course, and 3G slash 4G, whatever, but. I mean, it's going to be a 16 megapixel camera, and I, I just, you know, it's it, it's you're going to get the the way I see it is it's going to be a much better camera than you know say a smartphone camera, even though the smartphone cameras are, you know, pretty good because it's got you know a dedicated flash and dedicated buttons and you know you know it's better zoom and stuff like that. That's just that's not just digital. It's actually like optical zoom. So. It, you know, better lens and all that stuff. Um, but you're going to be able to have the, the apps for, you know, to, to upload the pictures and to edit them and do what all that stuff on the camera. I mean, it just, and I'm, I'm definitely in the market for a new camera. I haven't gotten a new camera in five, six years. So, I mean, I've just been using my cell phone camera and I've actually been looking into getting a new camera and this just really, this really interests me. I mean, I mean, I, everyone knows I'm, I love Android, but as far as, you know, it, it did just, you know, it just interests me as far as having, you know, the Android, the certain Android apps that 
I use for, you know, photos and because there's a lot of edit photo editing apps and stuff like that that I've tried on my phone and I, 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 I actually use whenever I do take the rare times I take pictures and I don't know. I think there could be some cool stuff with with this camera. So what do you what do you guys think? Do y'all think this is just crazy, stupid or what? <laughs> Yeah, it sounds okay. I'm not. I'm not a huge tech guy, so I can't really say much. Stu- I mean, Stuart, you've recently acquired a Samsung Galaxy product. Yeah. Yes, I have. Uh, I can't say I've taken many pictures with, with it, but uh, I mean, I, I I also have been kind of thinking about getting a ca- camera, but I I was more and more thinking of a DSLR type. But I mean, this might this might be j- just as fine. So I don't know. I'll. I'm. I'm not. But I'm not one to take a, a lot of pictures. So. Yeah. I mean, for for me, I you know I've been thinking about a DSLR, but you know I, for for the most part, I don't think I'd get as much out of it for the money. You know, because DSLRs are pretty pricey still. Um. And I just I've been wanting to get back into. In, in, the, in photography because I was I used to be big into photography I was like in high school I was the you know uh, for the newspaper I was the head photographer and you know I was the historian for drama club in charge of taking all the pictures and all kinds of stuff so I was just big into photography and then these past four years or yeah around four four or five years since high school I've just been like uh no and you know, not not much has gone on to where I've really taken pictures, and I've noticed that. And you know, re- recent deaths that have happened have really made me think. You know, need to take more pictures, need to capture more moments and stuff like that. So, you know, this this definitely just jumped out at me because you know I've been we like we really haven't talked tech in a while, so. Because just, you know, not much has come out. It's just been, hey, this phone, hey, this, this, but nothing really interesting. And this is... Wait till November. Oh, yeah. But... November, the Wii U comes out. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, this is just something different. I mean, I mean, and it look, it's from a, it's from a, you know, Samsung, a pretty decent company. You know, I've, I enjoy my Galaxy S phone, you know, I... I haven't heard really any complaints from you, Stuart, about yours. No, it's been working. Other than it's really quiet. <laughs> is that a bad thing? <laughs> it is when you use it as an alarm. Oh, gotcha. The You mean the sound's quiet. Huh. Yeah. Like, uh, see, I will give you an example of one of the alarms. I mean, would you be able to wake up to this? Oh, hold on a second. To this. Sounds like an art movie. I don't know, but... How about this? Well, you're using, that's, you're using the default alarm app, aren't you? With the, with the default settings, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't do that. I use a different alarm app where you're able to use, like, your songs and action, or your ringtones and stuff well, yeah, like that. Well, yeah, you can, I can, I can do that with uh with 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 the with the d- default one too it's just i don't have any songs on there well th- you can't blame them i mean you, you can't really blame them for 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 you know you not having any 
I I can because it's it's very it's very gentle stuff. I, God, I need to be fucking scared. Well, that first one that seemed kind of loud. I mean, if if things were completely quiet and then all yeah, of a sudden I, that there there's three out of twenty that are kind of loud, or at least not not as you know like oh waterfall birds. Well, somebody chirping. some people are light sleepers Rainfall. and they like to. Be, well, I mean, I, I know some people who are actually light sleepers who, you know, if they could wake up to something like the sound of a waterfall or something, you know, or whatever, birds chirping or I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I have my my second alarm is is, is a waterfall, but it, it sounds like the, the waterfall is on my roof. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, well, I mean, they're just. And, and the roof is ten. There's a reason why they're so. generic. They're generic alarm sounds. I mean, it's not like they're going to be the end all, be all. I mean, they're just afterthoughts, really. The main stuff about the phone is like you know, the camera and the processor in it, and you know. Really, if 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 the alarm is my only complaint, I think the, the phone yeah. is fine. <laughs> so yeah, they make they make good quality products, and um, you know, I. Looking forward to looking forward to seeing more about from this camera because, like I said, I've I've been looking for cameras and looking into cameras and reviews on cameras and stuff like that. And this just seems, you know, the it, this seems like I can take the pictures with the camera. I can, you know, do little sl- slight edits with it. Not, no huge Photoshop stuff, you know, of course, because not it's not that good yet. You know, Android app or apps in general, but you know, small little edits, and then you can upload them. You know, without having to move it to your actual computer and stuff. So it, you know, it's another it's another way to eliminate the need to transfer stuff to the computer, which I'm all I'm a big fan for because nobody likes to have to put it pull out the memory card, put it in the adapter, put it in the computer or pull out the cable plug in the camera and you know that's just hassle i think that's why i have i have everything set to upload to dropbox automatically exactly exactly so i guess that's kind of lazy that sounds kind of lazy coming from me having to i have to put the memory card and the adapter and then put it in the computer but i i gotta do stuff it doesn't just happen all by itself this is the future, goddammit. Exactly. So tech should be smarter. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing more from this camera and seeing if, you know, seeing how it plays out. Because I think I have heard about other cameras that were going to be like this, but they were not nearly as good. They were, you know, they were, they were some pretty bad stuff. But from what I see, this this seems pretty pretty decent. And, you know, the... The camera doesn't look that bad. It looks like a decent design, so. But anyways, um, that that's about it for me. I mean, I talked about the Expendables that I saw, and you know, I basically talked about all the other stuff. So that I've been doing. So unless anybody has any other topics, I guess we can close the show up. No, I'm good. Alrighty, um. I guess it's time for I guess shout outs slash shame shameful promotions. Um, as our guest, you want to let our audience know where they can find you. You know, you on Twitter or you know what whatnot. 
all that, all the your internet contact stuff that you want to share with our audience. Yeah, sure. I mean, you guys, obviously, you can find me on YouTube, Venomous Fat Man. That's my YouTube channel where I post all my videos up, you know, movie reviews, game reviews, convention coverage. You know, a lot of the conventions that I go to and I interview a lot of the special guests and the stars that go, all that goes up on my YouTube channel. You can find me on Twitter at Venomous Fat Man 1, you know, at Venomous Fat Man, the number one. I talk about everything i also do tsunami live tweets every saturday night during tsunami you know i talk about the shows talk about different stuff you know in anime or whatnot usually gets a pretty good following on there which is cool so check it out if you're into anime and you like tsunami you know check it out every saturday night if you follow me on twitter oh you can find me on facebook venomous fat man again I post everything that's going on with me, everything that's going up on the YouTube channel, everything that, you know, different events that I'm going to, all that goes up there on Facebook. And also don't forget to visit shiftedtoyou.com, you know, where I literally, I post all my editorials. I post all the convention coverage and all the other good stuff, all the things that are going on with Shifted, the events that we're going to, the different uh, reviews and the exclusive content we got going up on there can be found on Shifted to You. It also has a Facebook uh, page as well. It's also Shifted to You. But if you guys, you know, want to be able to follow that on Facebook, but also go to the actual website, we got a little bit of something for everybody, no matter where you go. So that's that. And I guess for shout outs, I guess I could say, you know, shout out to everybody at Shifted, you know, that I work with there. You guys are great. Shout out to you guys for having me. It's always fun chatting up movies, you know, games and all kinds of stuff stuff with anybody it's always fun doing that types of stuff and shout out to all the fans and the listeners i mean you guys keep allowing us you know and these guys to keep doing what they love to do and keep doing what i love to do so you keep it up you keep listening you keep following our stuff and we'll just you know keep bringing you the best content we can Alrighty, awesome yeah and i that's i've been looking at the site and i do i do like the fact that it's got a little bit of everything for everybody i I, yeah, I love we got that. a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, uh, we got some new stuff coming soon this week, I believe it is, or this weekend, because PAX Prime is going on. And uh, some of the guys mm-hmm. are actually going to PAX Prime. We got a ton of new content that's going to be going up day for day of each day of uh, PAX Prime. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely. Definitely. Some the, the PAX conventions are definitely fun. Sadly, I've only been to one. So... I've been dying to go. Yeah, I went to the very first PAX. I have planned to go to three, but never made it. How does that, does that I, 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 I kind of harp on it a little bit, and I also harp on the fact that I haven't been to E3, but I get it's all right because I've at least been to San Diego Comic-Con at least once. I've been to San Diego Comic-Con and New York oh, Comic-Con. That's the dream. So San Diego that, that, That's the mecca. Yes. It, does, it doesn't get any better than that. So Yes. So I'm good. That, that That's definitely my dream is to, to go to one of those soon. Go if when you get the chance, go. It's but like it, it's something. Oh, go ahead. It's something when you go to a convention and you go to a Seven Eleven and the dudes are hanging out in there talking in Klingon. There's that's the only place in the world <laughs> that I've ever found that happen and the people are cool with it because the entire San Diego transforms for Comic Con. It's like it's like it's literally the geek mecca of the world. That that's that's the place you want to go. Oh, definitely. But you got to uh, be on on. You got to be like. On point to get tickets because what it's like sells out like after, in ten minutes. <laughs> I got mine. I literally got it at the tail end, almost a year and a half before I went. Wow. Oh wow. Well, not not a year and a half, about a year. Correction. Yeah. I had literally at the tail end, but I went for all four days though. That's why they sold out so fast. Definitely, definitely. I 
I gotta make uh, that's definitely gonna be a, a thing in the next couple years that will happen for sure. So, yeah. but um, Stewart, um, shout out to AIE, the world's largest gaming community, my guild. We are now officially part of Guild Wars Two. That was kind of up in the air till right at the end. Um, uh, don't forget. Saturday, September first, Doctor Who. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which real- have, uh, have, have you got? Have you guys been watching the? Uh, I guess you call it a, a mini uh, uh, webisode. I'm kind of disappointed uh, in that. Yeah. It's, I so am I. Like Fifty-five. So am I. Fifty-five I, seconds. They, like really? They weren't what what I what I expected them to be. I mean, it's supposed to focus on the pond's life, but what the first two have had the Doctor in them. Yeah, and the last one I had an oo on the loo, on the loo. So I yeah, I've I've just been kind of disappointed that they've only been like fifty five seconds or a minute and like three seconds or it's like oh, really what? It seems like it seems like these could have been a a mont a mont montage right before the opening uh the theme song. Definitely. Like just all of, all of them to get together and then opening theme song. Yeah. So I mean. When you think mini series, I you know, or web series, I think five minutes, you know, minimum. Yeah, something happens. Yeah, in it. something happens in it. Yeah, not just not just they 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 head to the bathroom and they see that there's an ood in there and that's it. I mean, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but definitely, I'm I'm excited for for Saturday. Yes, me too. All on board. Uh, anything else, Stewart? Uh, think that's all I got. Alrighty. Uh, no, uh, shout out to our guest for, um, for being here. Um, when, when he first quote unquote signed up to, to be a guest, he put down E3 topics. So, oh yeah. Oh, but that was a while back. Though. Yeah. It was a while back and I, and I apologize. Yes, that was all Stuart's for, fault. Uh, not mine. <laughs> not, not getting to that thing sooner. Yeah, it's no it was deal. my fault. Yes. Anytime. Uh, but, but definitely I got to ditto that shout out. It's, it's been great having you on. It's been, it's been having some great, it's had some yeah. fun geeky chats. I've definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, sure. Anytime. So you're definitely welcome back whenever you want. Open an invitation. Yes. Whatever you guys, whatever you guys are doing, it just let me know, and I'll just stop in and say hi. Alrighty, awesome. But I guess, um, real quick, definitely people check out our YouTube, uh, YouTube page, uh, YouTube.com/slash/yougeeksftw. Um, uh, that is Y Y O U. Yes, Geeks. Y O U. Yes, W-W. like YouTube, you geeks. So, um. Yes. You can find, you can check out, you can leave a voicemail. We'll comment. You know, our voicemail number is just. I'm not gonna read it out loud because I don't think anyone's gonna be like writing it down when I'm saying it. So just check out the website in the show post for you know the the voicemail, the email. Our Twitter is you know the Geeks FTW, Facebook. The links all in every single show post. We have the links for all that stuff. Um, Easy, convenient place, just thegeeksftw.com. And if you want to help support the show, you can go to our website, click on our Amazon banner, and shop how you normally would. That definitely helps us out. And you can also um, 
we have an Audible banner you can click on and get a free audiobook download. Um, like term limit. Exactly. Stuart, Stuart and I love Audible. We, we definitely use it. So that's yes. definitely, and we use Amazon. So the, our two sponsors are products we actually use, which. Nice. <laughs> okay. I got, I got a bone to pick with the Amazon oh, right oh. now. Uh oh. I, maybe not I ordered for long. something today. <laughs> uh, hold on. I ordered something today and it was, it was a, a prime item. Okay. So I was like, okay, it's going to be here by, by Friday. Couple couple minutes later, I got an email. Expected delivery date: September twenty fifth through October twelfth. Get comfortable. You're gonna be there a while. <laughs> wow. It's sh- shipping from Hong Kong. I had no idea. Huh. That's crazy. Wow. And it, it and it was a ninety nine cent item. Wow, that's even funny. <laughs> <laughs> what was this mysterious item? <laughs> uh, a a pen for my Kindle Fire. Oh, a stylus. Wow. Yeah. At that point, you're better off going to Best Buy or some some other yeah. spot. Well, it was either that or a twenty-five dollar one. I'm like, Ooh, okay, nah, never mind. I'll go with the with, with the <laughs> ninety-nine a, cent with the free shipping. I've got shipping. one that I've been meaning to pick up that I think is like twelve bucks, and it's a it's a pretty nice stylus, but it also doubles as a actual pen, so you can actually write. I'll have to send you the link to that. But looks a lot better quality than those cheap little ones. I mean, the cheap ones are fine. I've used them, but I've been meaning to grab this one. But yeah, but I don't know. You you expect it, you expect it to come in two days from China? <laughs> I didn't know it was coming from China. <laughs> well, they get that fact. Uh, did they really, or did you not notice it on on their on their mobile app? They sure did. Oh, you ordered it from the mobile app. Yeah. It wasn't listed at all. It was coming from Hong okay, Kong. Because I, I know they show like. For the most part, where if it if like a product is coming from like Hong Kong and stuff like that, because I've come across that, I don't really order stuff on my phone because I'd much rather it all go smoothly on my PC. <laughs> I I was I was I was at work. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so. but yeah, Amazon, great great stuff, and I guess they, they actually do own Audible, so it's this I guess technically the same sponsor. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same people, so definitely click the banner because everybody uses Amazon. I mean, uh, if you're listening to this, you probably do use Amazon. I I I would doubt that we have a listener that does not use Amazon. So you can just buy the stuff you normally would, and it it help us out. Especially you know, especially because we were talking the holiday season's coming up, and there's tons of stuff coming out. Tons starting in September, you know, few few days, you know, few days it'll be September and just there's tons of stuff coming out. So I'm telling you, everybody's gonna be broke. Oh, I, I, it, yeah. it's 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 like Sophie's Choice having to pick which games you're gonna get and which games you're gonna have to skip. I mean, maybe maybe not Dude, that you're gonna a lot of stuff you skip. You're gonna be in your backlog for next summer. I bet you. Oh, definitely, definitely. So and. Luckily, hopefully by then price drops will games will be a lot cheaper. So that you know, it, it it's kind of win win. You know, you just got. I'll wait. tell you one game that won't get cheaper. I'll tell you one game that won't get cheaper. <laughs> Black Ops Two, Call of Duty never goes down in price ever. Yeah, that's 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 definitely true. So it's like Call of Duty Four still being sold for like fifty dollars. <laughs> no lie, I've seen it. 
and it's blew my mind. I, I, I've seen it too. It's it's some it's some crazy stuff because people will pay that for the Call of Duty games, but but yeah, so um, definitely check just check out our site for everything. I mean, I've been meaning to actually write some articles, so hopefully it's September. You know, new month, I'll actually stop being lazy and well it's not lazy i i do host the show and edit it and post it and do all that stuff so but so yeah definitely just check out the site and follow us on twitter because um you get to hear us do you can see our posts when we say hey we're doing the show live Come listen, and you can hear all the stuff, all the ramblings and stuff that may not make it into the actual show, and basically the behind-the-scenes, you know, take of it, the uncut version. So, and uh, also, if you want to actually be a guest on the show, Stuart promises to check our um, our our forms yes. a lot more often, you know. So yes, I I. I... There, there is a line forming, so definitely there's a just a simple button on the, the site, right, Stuart? Yes, there is that, that says like guest form, um, guest application. Um, the, yes, there is as the page loads. Yes, um, guest <laughs> yeah. host application. It's right there on the front page. Yes, so definitely just click that and simple questions. You know your name, email, so we can contact you and anything you want to basically talk about and you can come be on the show and you know our guest is proof of that so <laughs> cool yeah so <laughs> and st- i'm gonna make sure Stuart checks it so um <laughs> <laughs> gonna be looking over his shoulder have you checked the actual listings yet exactly exactly so definitely that that'd be kind of creepy how did you get to indiana <laughs> That's uh, kind of just trip. shows up right behind, just creeps up. Where'd you get Sly Cooper or something? <laughs> wow. But yeah, definitely check out the website. Um, I guess as far as shoutouts go, I've already shouted out our guests, but I'll give them another one. And definitely, people check out shiftedtoyou.com. Um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely added it to my uh, RSS reader. Be, be on the lookout because we got a lot of big stuff coming really soon. Literally within this week. I mean, again, we just put up the Resident Evil behind the scenes stuff. If you're waiting on that movie, go check out some of that stuff. There's some good info on it. But also, again, PAX, PAX Prime. We've got a lot of big stuff coming for PAX Prime. That's going to be day for day that it goes up. Literally, that we do it that day, it's going to be up on our website. Yeah, and there's all there's been lots of teases of some really cool stuff at PAX Prime, so... I'll definitely be check. Uh-huh. I'll be yeah. definitely be checking out the site, looking for that stuff. So, um, I guess shout outs definitely to uh, like I was saying, I had a little Twitter conversation with our old host uh, Henry. Um, but shout outs to him, Knox Broadcast, KnoxBroadcast.com for all of his. What does he have? Is it three or four podcasts, Stuart? Man, the word dude is working. <laughs> Um, it's kind of why he left. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I see. I count one, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah, four. So, and he just posted some. He so I guess he had a. He's back from his summer hiatus, I guess, because it was a while since we. I, I thought he'd maybe stopped doing the podcasts, but 
he, you know, as soon as you and I had that talk, Stuart, like the next day he had posted up a episode or, or two episodes or something from his podcast. So crazy stuff. Um, and, uh, next week's show was, I think, gonna be a day later. Gonna, er, gonna be on Friday than Thursday, normal Thursday, because Amazon's having a press conference on the, the, what is it, the 6th. So, I, I forgot to mention this to you, Stuart, but we're oh. gonna, we're, I think we're gonna have, <laughs> oh, this is news to we're me. gonna have to push our recording a day so we can cover that stuff, because, uh, I'm just, I, I, it seems like for the most part, it, I'm, I'm glad we're catching this, but really after we record our show, it's like right when we're done or the next day, That's something when big is. happens. So. <laughs> oh, that, I hate when that happens. That's happened to me when, I, when I've written an article for Shifted, and literally as I put up the article, something big happens right after it about the same thing. I'm like, oh man, I got to go back and edit all this stuff all over again. Yeah. Well, you could do like what the I've seen other sites do, and just above the actual article, put like update, just put update. yeah, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've gotten yeah. to that habit, but sometimes you know I just want to keep it like organized. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. true. So, but um, yeah, so I guess this has been episode one hundred and six of the Geeks for the Win podcast, and we will see you next week, people. Later. See ya.